Cupcake, and welcome to the Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to episode 19 of the Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast. My name is Chandler, and as always, I'm here with... Jim Parker. Hey. Now, we did mention on the last podcast that we are going to have special guests, and just so we don't prove ourselves to be liars, this week we have got Dan Goodchild from eSig Zoo in Wisbeach. Hi, Dan. Hello. You all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Thank you for joining us. It's uh, always nice to have some uh, extra opinions, and it'll be nice to have a chat about someone who actually works in in a vape shop. Because we don't have opinions. <laughs> no, we don't have opinions at I, all. I have opinions. I go along with everything, obviously. Yeah, you do. We we just agree on everything, don't we, uh, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> What's that talking about? <laughs> right, we always start with hand checks, and seeing as we've got a special guest, Dan, should we start with you? What are you vaping on? Um, right, well, I was told to limit myself to two. To two? Who told you that? Jimmy, <laughs> obviously. Because there's three of us. <laughs> right, okay. Jim, um, you so spoil everyone's in, fun. I don't go anywhere without two setups anyway. Um, technically, I've got three, but one of them's my out-and-about beater. Right. Um, um, well, we'll let you have three. You're the guest. Okay, so my out-and-about beater is the RX Gen 3. With a Cleto XO on top. Oh, cool. What, what colour would you call that XO? It's rainbow. Yeah. It is rainbow. It's pretty, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's, it's a workhorse. It just goes everywhere. I can't say anything else about it, really. It does what it says on the tin, but it's three batteries. It lasts me bloody ages. Um, and you can't go wrong with an XO with a 0.4 Cleto coil. It just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It too, really. If it works, it works. It doesn't really exactly. matter what it looks exactly. like. Um, so proper setups. I'd say proper setups. I have a Custom Creations Stomp V2 Squonker. Custom Creations Stomp. Yeah. Do you know? I'm not. Heard. I have. Well, I've seen that. I didn't know who it was by. Alibide 3D printed with clear perspex doors. Twenty-seven hundred. Front and back, so you can see right yeah. through it. Yeah. Beautiful. It's got front windows as well, so you can pinch the bottles. It's ambidextrous. It is. It is. It's left, a left-handed left or right-handed. So it's got squonk holes right the way through? Yeah, yeah, it's got one on either side. Awesome. Uh, and on top of that, I have the Gas Mods GR1. Yeah, I want, I want words with you about that. Absolutely <laughs> blown me away for 30 quid. One of the best flavouratties I've got. Yeah, and you, um, you, I saw that you, I saw that you'd got it, and I saw you bought it from Cheeky Vape, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. So I thought thirty quid. That looks a corking little atty. I'll go and get myself one. Guess what? Sold, sold out. out. Yeah, they are. I was really lucky to get in before they sold out because most of them went on pre-order. I do believe on UKS. They were offered their first. Um, and in that. 
I have got uh, Neko from Falcon Bros. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Neko. Which one's the that? Exotic fruit and cream. The exotic, the exotic fruits. Yeah, no, it's I like them. Very good. It's I nice, actually, isn't it? We, we got the Vulcan Bros range in in the shop. Yeah. And I couldn't decide what one to buy because I like them all. So <laughs> I started with I started with Hakachu, the custard one. Yeah. Which is number one. And I'm now on Neko. And number two. Gone, I shall work my way through to number <laughs> five. The not for me, Hakachu is one of the best ones they they've got but yeah. the uh mojito and mint one which is the fifth one in the range is probably it's my favorite it's amazing is uh, it yeah apple spiked mojito um very right so yeah i'll be working my way through to that and my second squonker the mod maker single battery 3d printed squonker Ah, that's the one printed from Rick's SDL files, isn't it? Yes, yeah. I, I actually got this one printed um, at 3D Hubs. But I've got myself a 3D printer now, so I've been printing, printing them up myself, which is good. Excellent. Um, I've also, on top of that, the B2K Avatar Edition. Um, best 60 quid I've ever spent, I think. The amount of stuff you get in the box is ridiculous. Yeah. Four caps, four beauty rings, eight drip tips. 60 quid, you can't knock it, really. And the flavour's really good. No, nice. And in that one, I am running Vaping King Slime. Okay, what flavour's that? Um, It's a lime. I I can't tell you what Uh, else is in it, because I don't know. Slime. Hence, okay, S-Lime, got it. It's a really good citrus vape. I've got, I've got a. Um, actually, me and Jimmy both like lime. Um, so it was something that I wanted to try. And uh, Jesus himself, Mister Mortar, ah. uh, loves slime apparently. Oh, so it's got to be good. It's got to be good if you know Damien Mortar likes it. Then <laughs> it's it, it's 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 got the heavenly seal of approval. Should we put it that way? <laughs> But yeah, that's what I'm vaping on this evening. Awesome. Over to you, Mr. Chandler. Okay, right. Well, I have got I've got my Omrecker, my VVRM uh, Omrecker, and on top of that, I've got the Entheon as per normal, because that's just where the Entheon lives. That's an atomizer that I'm really interested in. They're going to go with, go off. Yeah, it, no, as a single coil. A single coiler. It's yeah. uh, a corking little atty. Uh, I know it's not uh, not one of the most not one of the cheapest atties on the market, but I do not regret getting that in the it's slightest. Not one of the most expensive though. <laughs> no, this is true. This is true. It's it's uh, round about some anywhere between seventy five eighty five quid. Yeah. Depending yeah. where, depending if you get drop uh, whether you get lucky or not finding it out and about. Um, but yeah, no, it's a cracking cracking little atty. Yeah, definitely uh, one I'd look to pick up, I think, because I like my single coils. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's single coil. That, that's just just me all day. So now, and in that, I have actually got the flavor of the week, and I've not actually tried it yet. So it will be interesting because I know you've got the flavor of the week 
Jim. I do indeed. Yeah, and I thought when I sent it to you, I thought, well, actually, I'll be... In- do you know how, how hard it's been not to try vaping that? I've just been like, hmm, I really want to try that. Uh, but I haven't. I've saved it so we can all try it together. Um, I'm intrigued because I-, I don't know what it is. You don't know what... No, I haven't told Jimmy, so no one... You know, you, hopefully. If, yeah, I, the bottle still looked full, so it didn't look like you'd had a cheeky try. No, I hadn't tried it at all. Awesome. It sat straight in my cupboard, and that's where it stayed until uh, until we vape. Cool. I've set it up. I've whipped it onto some cotton, and that's it. Awesome. And my other mod that I've got going, so yeah, I've only got two today, is my Infinium Art Deco oh. Mod. Look at you two elitists. I know. Look at this in the video. Well, I, I haven't had it for a while. This is why I've been using the uh, RX23 and what have you. Um, because it only had a 22mm washer on it. And all of the tank, well, the majority of the tanks up. Well, I haven't got a 22mm tank. They're, they're all 24 or 25. So Herbie said, send it me back. I'll change the washer for you. So. I sent it in back, and he's put a nice 24mm washer on it, and look at that. Look, there's no gap, there's nothing. It looks okay, it looks lovely. So, yeah, go on Instagram. I've been hand-checking this all week, because I got it back on Thursday, and I've been vaping it all week, because on top of that, I've got the Serpent SMM, the Suck My Mod tank. It does turn out some nice mods, though, doesn't it? Herbie does some cracking mods. Uh, he really does. I keep crossing my fingers on them bloody <laughs> Raff, <laughs> the raffles he does. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've come so close, just not been able to get snag one yet. Has that got his FET in it as well? This has got yeah. This has got yeah. switch FET in it. It's a it's a dual parallel dual parallel box. Um. So yeah, one of the few that isn't one of the few that he's done that hasn't got a squonkle. So, so yeah, dual parallel. And why is it that a regulated, an unregulated vape always seems to taste better than a regulated one? Uh, set up. Yeah, must be. It must be because you're just used to setting up on unregulated now. Yeah, I must that's be because that's that that is that is corking. There's and... just something about either vaping on a mic or an unregulated box like that. It's a completely different experience, I think. Yeah. And the battery lasts forever. Two uh, dual parallel, it's great. Lasts me all day. Yeah. So, and in that, in the Serpent, I've got... I've got Donut Panic, which I picked up at Expo. It's by The Vapor Chef. So, it's an American company, and they have put five of their flavours through TPD. And one of them is called Donut Panic. So it, it's it's a it's play. Like, it's the guys you interviewed on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, guy's name. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't remember the guy's. I can't remember his name now. I should have looked. I should have uh, checked it before uh, before we started, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, it's a play on it's a play on Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And I went on their website and had a look, and uh, they have got like 70 odd flavors they've got a huge range in the usa and they've got like a fruit section they've got a uh, bakery section they've they've got all different 
flavour profiles, and they've got a range of flavours within those profiles. And each section has got a Hitchhiker's Guide themed uh, themed flavour. They, cool. They've got one that's almost, but not quite, entirely unlike tea. <laughs> uh, it just amused me. You know, if anyone's if anyone's in America, I really want to try that flavour. I have no idea whether I'll like it or not. I'll probably hate it. But... Didn't they say they were going to push five through every year and build it up? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't remember. Um, I think they're going to see how it goes. But the five flavours that they've put through are absolutely cracking. I've been one of their one of their other flavors is cucumber melon. Uh, yeah, cucumber melon. Yeah, you was vaping it the other day when we was chatting. Maybe. Yeah, and and it sounds absolutely disgusting, but it's cucumber melon with a with a with a hint of mint, and it is gorgeous. It really is. I could just vape that all the time. Um, cool. But yeah, this donut panic. It's a nice. It's a strawberry iced strawberry iced donut. There you go. Nice. And uh, yeah, it is. It is a really nice flavor. So, right, there you go. That's uh, that's me. Jim, what you got? I have my VVRM hey. DPD edition. New boy. <laughs> With the guillotine on top as standard. It's got a new drip tip on it this week because why not? Uh, with Vulcan Brothers 2 in it, which is number three for anybody who's counting. Um, get your bingo cards out. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's that's my everyday beer, which I actually lost this week and went <laughs> absolutely nuts about it. And, and I'll bring it up before you two do because yeah, I'm yeah, all right. <laughs> I was apologising to one of you and I was asking the other one, "Have you seen it?" <laughs> and I'd left it in Isigzu before I went and carried on my daily work, and I felt very lost without it because I haven't. It hasn't been out of my sight and hasn't been out of my hand since the day you gave it to me. So I was a bit. I will say it's probably my fault that he panicked more than he should have done because really I should have let him know when I found it that it was in the shop. <laughs> yeah, the, phone call, the phone call went something along the lines of, oh, Dan, have you, I don't suppose you've seen my mod. I'm sure I used it after the record shop anyway. He went, oh, I was just about to ring you or message you. <laughs> oh, cheers, mate. That was only four and a half hours ago that I left I turned so, my upside down. I've I've swore at everyone at work because I thought someone had been in my van and nicked it. And yeah, don't worry, it's fine. It's fine. Sounds yeah. like he was just about to ring you for about four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, but I got home, and when I got home, my wife was excited to tell me that she'd just got a new job because she'd just been for a job interview after work. Congratulations, Sherry. <laughs> Yay! Well done. I was really excited about that, and I forgot to let him know that his mod was in the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I can't fault that. So is it? Cheers, mate. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I have my Mike Dacus Squonk flask. Oh, very nice. With the silver resin in the burner. <sighs> with the uh, Balkan one, one on top. Alpha? No, Alpha. hang on. Yeah, one. no. The one, the, the ones Alpha goes on top of Balkan one. <laughs> Yeah, um, Vulcan one's the yeah. tube. The alpha's the 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 uh, yeah. There you go. You said one before. Anyway, sorry. With uh, the cloud cap on it because I actually get better flavour out of this than I do the other one. Um, and in that, I have last week's juice of the week, luscious Linda still. And yeah, I've got a tiny dribble left, not very much left at all, ten mil maybe, <laughs> because the lab just are what they are. And, and I do like their juices, and it does have to be said. And they're not very well known, and 
I'd like people from the uh, podcast group on Facebook and also people who are listening to this podcast to go to eSiggy Shop, which is on Facebook, and have a chat with the guys and look out for the juice. Because I think the website's still down, but try it. Honestly, try it. Luscious Linda. Where are they, where they're based? Uh, they're based in uh, Ireland. So are they based in Ireland? Are they Irish? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're Irish. And absolutely fantastic. Uh, one of the guys did contact me. He did hear the uh, podcast last week. Or, yeah, we're recording the week after the last one was released. Um, so he, he heard the podcast with the day it was released or the day after. Um, and messaged me on Facebook and, and had a bit of a chat and stuff and um, thanked me very much for for letting people know about their product because they're not really well known and yeah they should be they really should be I mean you've tried the juice yourself what do you, you know is, what's your opinion yeah I, I, it's 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 all right it's a, it's a bit sweet it's a bit sweet for me I'll be fair um, but it's it's certainly not that's purely down to my taste um, it, some it's, of the others in the range you you'd love yeah yeah. yeah. It, it's certainly, it's certainly not. I mean, I vaped it all. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's not that bad that I didn't like. I didn't. I hated it. Um, I liked it. I didn't love it. There, you are. that's my honest Dan, opinion. Dan really didn't want to like it the day I took it in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't. He didn't want to like it because but... normally he comes in the shop and he thrusts a mod in front of me and he goes, "Try that." Nine times out of ten. He's just taking the piss and it's always pancake, man. <laughs> or it's dry. <laughs> I love it's got no liquid in it. I love giving Dan a dry hit. It's great. Oh. <laughs> but one of those times out of ten, yeah. it's normally something different. And I normally don't like it because I'm the same as Yui and I don't like anything overly sweet. No. I'm not. Have a crack on that whilst you're here. I'm not a big fan of really sweet juices. Just be careful on the Dakers. Don't drop it now. It's carpeted floor. It's okay. Just to let the listeners know, I'm I'm in Sheffield, so we're doing we're doing this uh, we're doing this by Skype. But obviously, with Jimmy and Dan both being in Wisbeach, they're sat in the same room. Yeah, yeah but... we we thought you know it'd be silly for me to sit at home and connect you know, with you guys separately. Yeah. Um, we literally only live about three and a half miles away from each other. Yeah, we live at opposite ends of the town, so it makes sense for us to. Uh, Sit together. Oh, <laughs> it's really nice. First, we can hold hands. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. There is a video link. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Should we do some news then? <laughs> yes. Let's do the no 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 news. Okay. <laughs> All yeah, right then. News. Because you actually have notes this week. I've, I've got, got notes. I've got going, notes. <laughs> instead of instead of letting you do everything, I've made notes this time. I feel so organised. I've written two things down on a piece of paper. <laughs> You've written two things down on a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> right now, then the one the one thing I want to talk about. I think it links to something that you uh, you spotted as well this week, um, Jim. Is that last week something popped up in the news? The traditional uh, media shite that e-cigs cause cancer. Now I'm not going to go into that too much because it 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 I'm we all know that it's all 
Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Before you before you do that, have you got that original article to hand by any chance? The original article to hand, I can find that original article fairly swiftly. I think I bookmarked it. The study it. that was done in New York. It was the study that was done this in was America. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the study that was done in America. What was it you were looking for from it? I'll shoot down with one hit. Just shoot down. Oh, I, I, yeah. Let me. I don't. I haven't got it to hand. But well, whilst, I, whilst you're researching, I'll do my little bit of news if you like. Uh, yeah, go on. Then. Uh, the Daily Telegraph um, put out on their premium section. I'll have you know uh, that vaping is not as bad for you as smoking, and it's a public health disaster that people are being led to believe otherwise. That's from their own premium site. That's the headline. It's what all the story is about, and it is completely factual. And it's the first bit of news that I've read in a long while that I've gone, well done, boys. Well, well done. Give yourselves a pat on the back. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was the bit behind on that news well they are it's, it's not that they're behind on the news what they've done is they've seen everyone else slating everything and, and all this new study that's come out and it was in response i believe well i'd imagine it's probably in response to this this original um thing that's come out but they they've they actually put it and that's a broadsheet that's not a tabloid that's a broadsheet the telegraph yeah um putting that in um on their premium service and it's it's actually you know <laughs> stop it you know it's it's, it's a cloak and dagger type of look Let's let's just stop this, shall we? Um, that was that was exactly the point that I was I was going to make. It was a case of this article came out and hit the headlines, and uh, what what was what what impressed me, what surprised me was the actual support that we've had. Yeah, that is slating it, saying, oh my God, what's this? And in, instead of it having to be us sitting here going, oh my God, another fake uh, Donald Trump fake news. Um, yeah, we uh, it was it was almost done for us. And, and I was so impressed with the speed of it. I mean, that article was out the same day as that Telegraph article, because I spotted that Telegraph article as well. Um, and it was an obvious uh, hit straight back at this uh, at this research and cancer research uk on the same day that this research was launched had a had a response to it and yeah, yeah if you if you want to go onto the cancer research uh, webpage look at their blog and the article is there. It's well worth a read because They're it's a major U-turn cancer research because it wasn't that long ago that they were dead against vaping. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, 18, they've, 12, uh, 12 months, 18 they've, months. They've done a massive U-turn um, and it's fantastic to see. You know, yeah. it is fantastic to see. It is. And uh, the other thing that I would point out is not just cancer research, but the same paper in the same edition as headlined that article, which was the Daily Mail, I believe. Yeah. Uh, later on, they had another small section. It was admittedly a very small section, but they had a little bit about the fact that that vaping is so much better for you than than smoking. And I thought, oh, yeah, cool. I think it, it was one of I think it was one of those uh, you know where they have the opinion. It was one of the uh, one of the columnists. Yeah. Doing doing their opinion, and their opinion was it's you know vaping is so much better. Why don't people know about it? Yeah. And and just so as the listeners know, uh, me and you did have a discussion. We don't want to do, to drag up the same crappy arguments again over this this um, 
bit of research, and I'll, I'll use the air quotations again, um, research uh, that was pro- published in a journal um, that anyone can put any old tripe on if they want. They don't have to back it up with anything. They can just put it in, um, and it will be clickbaited. But what I would like is for Ian, Mr. Chandler, to read yeah. the headline. Here you go. You're ready for this. The headline of the article, it was it was published in, if you really want to have a look, uh, PNAS, the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences of the United States of America. And this was written by scientists, apparently. So, uh, you ready? The title of the paper is E-cigarette smoke damages DNA and reduces repair activity in mouse, lung, heart and bladder as well as in human lung and bladder cells. And my response to that is, if you're any kind of scientist, you would not call it e-cigarette smoke, because you would be using the clinical definition as to what it is. You wouldn't be using the word smoke. End of story, yeah. end of subject, let's move on. <laughs> well played, people. Yeah. In other news. In other news, in other news, ah, oh, this one, this this is uh, still sticking over in America. Um, ICOS. Uh, Yay! We, yeah, let's uh, let's go for ICOS. This is so, a vaguely vaping related podcast. It is a vaguely vaping related podcast. Or crack on. Right, so this is the this is the heat not burn. Shit. Okay. Uh, stuff, sorry, sorry. I was at Expo. Oh, yeah, they were there at Expo, yeah, weren't they? Um walked up to me and asked me if I wanted to try one, and I told the blo- bloke to his face, um, fuck off. Okay. And he was really I, I prob- <laughs> I, Well... <laughs> I, to, be, to be to be fair, it's better than one of the sellers got from me, isn't it, Chandler? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say something a little bit, uh, yeah, controversial. I, I said to him, I did. That's exactly what I said, and I said, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I've been vaping for four years. I'm not interested. And he just gave me a dirty look, and I walked off. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it, it is interesting. This heat not burn argument is uh, now my opinion on the heat not burn is I don't necessarily think it's, a, it's it's particularly a bad thing because it is better than smoking but it's certainly got no to do with vaping because no. it is it is definitely uh, worse than vaping yeah. uh, by by quite a long shot so you're still inhaling tobacco smoke it is it is still a tobacco product it is still you've still got smoke uh going uh, in there and you've still got all the tar the other carcinogens blah 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 mm-hmm. albeit at a reduced level um from what i've seen i don't know how authentic it is but i've i've heard 25% batted about so, you know, for every uh, for every four heat not burns uh, Icos cigarettes you smoke, uh, you're smoking one full cigarette. So if you're on if you're on twenty a day, you're still smoking five cigarettes a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know. Uh, anyway, th- that's by the by. Um, Icos have want to be able to market in. 
America. They've got quite a big market over in the, in the east. Uh, they've got starting to get a foothold over here. They're wanting to market in the uh, in the states, and uh, they've tried to get FDA approval. However, they've been turned down. Good old America. <laughs> so yeah, so did, uh, everything I said, everything I said about America, you know, they're great people. And to say exactly <laughs> what they're doing, you know. <laughs> For once, the FDA are doing something right. Um, yeah, they basically they've they've had a few claims that they wanted to get put through uh, the FDA, and I'll quickly read them out. The first one: switching completely from cigarettes to the ICOS system can reduce the risk of tobacco-related diseases. That was rejected. Bullshit. So they can't use that. They can't use that phrase with regards to ICOS cigarettes. Uh, the second one, switching completely to ICOS presents less risk of harm than continuing to smoke cigarettes. Bullshit. That was rejected as well. <laughs> um, however, they did support one claim and it said switching completely from cigarettes to the ICOS system significantly reduces your body's exposure to harmful or potentially harmful chemicals. So, but hey... Two out of three still means it's not FDA approved. So, um, so yeah, they're still struggling to get it. To, they can't sell it in America at the moment. Pat yourselves on the back, the FDA. First thing so, right in ages. Yeah. So that's uh, that was one thing I wanted to uh, I wanted to share. So uh, yeah, no FDA approval for ICOS, and I still think because ICOS. What is it? It stands for I Quit Ordinary Smoking. Is that right, ICOS? Something like that. Yeah, I still think it should have been I Quit Ordinary Cigarettes, because the acronym sounds much more appropriate. Oh, it does, yeah. But then that would have been ICOC. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, and my, last, and my last piece of news. Oh, I've got one. If you go on, go on then. Yeah, you, you're smiling like a Cheshire cat. And now here's a topic very close to my own heart, which has finally happened. Oh, go on. Wrigley's sues e-liquid maker for trademark theft. No. Yeah, that's fantastic. A major candy manufacturer is suing a Florida-based e-liquid company, uh, alleging that their juice maker is exploiting its marketing to sell liquids to children while the idea of flavoured liquids is aimed at youth has been widely discredited, the case highlights irresponsible practices by some e-liquid manufacturers. Basically, all you people who are selling the stuff that looks like it's uh, another brand, they're coming for you finally, because Wrigley's will be the tip of the iceberg. There'll Not be Schweppes will be after people. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola will be after people. As soon as this hits, and Wrigley's will push it through, and we know these these guys are sat there with all the monies, and they're going to push this one hard. And as soon as there's a case that goes through, all the rest of them will be on it. So Fanta and all of the people who decide to make Fanta-style juices, chocolate manufacturers, you know, Nestle, think about them. They've got all the monies. Oh yeah. Well, uh, to be fair, I'm impressed that it's uh, I'm impressed that it's Wrigley's. Yeah. Because uh, because I wouldn't have I wouldn't have said if the companies you've just mentioned, Coca-Cola, Nestle, Mars, those companies I would have said were vastly bigger than Wrigley's. 
would have been my first thought. So they, they are, but they've obviously got a lot of a lot of things distracting them at the moment, and obviously they wouldn't know whether it would go. It would it would uh, you know be sought after in their favour. But this is just going to open their eyes. It'll open a door. They're going to use this as a test case, aren't they? They're going exactly. to see how this how this goes and who who it favours. And if Wrigley's win, it's going to be a floodgate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there'll be a lot more. Um, so that is a confectionery company, WM Wrigley Junior Co. has taken legal action against an e-liquid company, which it says is using as its distinctive brands without permission. In a press release yesterday, Wrigley said that they are filing a case in the Chicago Federal Court against uh, Get Wrecked Juice LLC of Jacksonville, Florida. According to the company, Get Wrecked have been using variations of the Starburst and Skittles brands in their marketing, despite ah. asking them to stop. Okay. Uh, it then goes on. This is on on uh, thevapingpost.com. Um, and it then goes on to discuss about other juice labels mimicking candy brands um, and it's Wrigley's claimed damage to their reputation as well um, so yeah I can see this going to be is going to be a big thing um, and bloody good on them yeah it, it, why? Why do you need to? If, you t- if juice tastes good, if you were to call it zombie spunk, trademarked, no one like that, uh, if you called your juice John- zombie spunk and it tasted amazing, people would still buy it. If you call, yeah. if you called it the dog shit company and your juice tasted good, people would still buy it. They'd still know about it, the word would go round. You do not need to copy somebody else's branding, labelling, intellectual rights, in order to sell juice, mods, or anything. It's lazy. It, 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 it is very lazy. And these companies <clears throat> have spent millions on perfecting a brand. Over the last, you know, even if they were a fairly new company, they would have spent money on designers. They'd spent money on advertisement. They'd have spent, the, the logo development alone would have cost them thousands and thousands, probably tens of thousands of pounds, just for a small company. Someone like Reed, yeah. who've built up a massive brand, or Coca-Cola, they've spent billions on this. Yeah. And they're going to just go, yeah, do you know what, it looks right. You know, we've got a spearmint, we've got a spearmint flavoured juice here. Oh, let's have to add a peppermint one to the range and we'll, 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 we'll name it after a chewing gum. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine, yeah. We'll get away with that. Guess what? You're not going to. Because this is what's going to happen. It, it's 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 like like you said, like that chocolate brand mm. that uh, the chocolate brand of um, <clears throat> vapes that was at uh, Expo. Yeah, with the selection boxes. Yeah, that's the ones. Yeah, yeah. We when asked last week, didn't we? Yeah, when when yeah when asked uh, when asked, aren't you worried about being sued? Their response was, yeah, we're bigger than Cadbury's anyway. <laughs> okay. Mm. All right then. We'll, uh, we'll see how that one goes. I don't think so. Not unless it was made by a uh, big American tobacco. Well, I, which I don't think I, I don't think that they would that they would be involved in anything like that anyway. No, I know, I know how much I know how much we we knock um, tobacco, big tobacco companies, and and pharma. But to be fair, they ain't stupid. Yeah. 
they ain't going to come out with a if they are making juice uh, e-juice they ain't going to do anything that's going <coughs> to cost them money in the future nasty juice <coughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway I, I'm, I, I really can't wait to see what happens with this Wrigley's it'll be interesting it, yeah it's going to be yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to be keeping an eye, an eye on that definitely um I, I love it. I, I, I'm so pleased that one of these companies has now gone. That's it. We we we're not letting you do it. And it's not somebody who you'd have expected. I expected it to be Coca-Cola to be the first. If I'm honest. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, I think the Wrigley's I think the Wrigley's brand uh, is is definitely the. the I, I've seen a lot of e-juice flavors. With the Wrigley's logo on, uh, I think it's quite a popular one over in the states. So, yeah, but they again they own Skittles and Starburst as well. So yeah, it's, it's going to be um, yeah. There's quite a few out there that are supposed to taste like Skittles and and you know at the end of the day, it's sweets. I'm not going to say it's aimed at kids because personally I don't think it is. Adults like sweets too, uh, yeah. um, but you can't nick somebody else's branding. That's just Bang out of the it's, water and, and, and that's yeah. what got me annoyed, and that's why I did what I said. What I said to that bloke at the expo. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely, and it, and it, and it's so easy not to do it. I mean, you, you can call it what you like, Panda Cola. Like you say, if it is a good cola flavor, you can try and mimic the flavor as much as you like. Yeah. Um, they can't do a blind thing about it. Yeah. You can mimic the flavour as much as you like. It's why there is own brand, own brand cola and Panda Pop and and whatever. Um, mimicking the flavour is no problem. It's it's when you start nicking branding. Yeah, and like I say, there's so many. You can create some really good names out there that are really catching and and could be a new brand. You know, a juice that you're known for. And. And uh, one of the big ones at the minute, Heisenberg. You know, it's, yeah. it's not the name of a food, it's not the name of a drink, but someone just took the name from a TV show from one of the characters and went, Do you know what, we'll call the juice that. And, and it's took off, and everyone knows what Heisenberg is now. Yeah, and, 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 but almost... Heisenberg is a brand. Don't, don't nick things off of other people. Call your, ju- call your juice delicious. But I always... It's gorgeous. But at the same yeah. time, you've got flavours like Heisenberg that are so popular they're being copied exactly i was gonna I was... over and over again but instead of calling it something different they're still calling it heisenberg yeah but everyone calls uh their their drink cola yeah everyone calls it cola that was that is a nothing word well that's a descriptive word to be the actual drink it's cola the drink is but, cola, but it's that you've got Pepsi Cola, you've got Coca Cola, and the Heisenberg was the is the name. So it, 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 would it be okay? Would it be okay for someone to create uh, an, another company to create a juice and call it Luscious Linda? Well, anyone, can, the, anyone can call that their, their juice Luscious Linda. But I, I, but if they were mimicking the flavour and go, oh look, Luscious Linda, and they bring out another version of Luscious Linda, it, it, it's the same. It was it's the same same thing that has happened. I mean. Um, Vampire Vape brought out Heisenberg. They brought out Pinkman, and then everybody started calling it Heisenberg Pinkman. 
Yep. Again, lazy, lazy, lazy advertising. They are calling it exactly the same. They, they are piggybacking on the back of um, van, yeah, Vampire Vape's success. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's happening just as much within the industry as it is happening with brands that aren't vaping related. Yeah. Coke. Um, the first with the cola and everyone. Yeah. That as well. But yeah. That, I think, unless you uh, are willing to copyright every one of your flavourings, then uh, every one of your flavour names, then. then yeah, obviously it's it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But these are copyrighted yeah. uh, brand names, and it's brand names rather than flavour names. It's brand. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's big big companies, the ones that you re- the ones that have got the money to actually chase you. Yeah, but the only reason they're doing it is because they're big branded. Because people thinking mm. oh, they're wandering around and they they know exactly what it's going to taste like because it's got the picture of that frog on it in the chocolate bar and they go oh i know exactly what it's going to taste like it doesn't taste anything like it it tastes mm, something like it possibly it's a chocolatey yeah. caramelly kind of taste but it doesn't taste exactly the same um i've tried juices that are called stuff that are completely different and they taste more like the original product than anything else i mean there's a there's a very big oh well, there's quite a big brand a uk brand um, who done exactly the right thing? Um, and there's there's a, a juice that they call, they do. It's uh, Fusion Haze. They do a juice called Beast and Beast V2. Nothing about anything else, but it tastes exactly like a Monster Energy drink. They haven't. Okay. They haven't yeah. Monster. They haven't written it in the funky Monster logo. They haven't tried to yeah. nick anything. It's their plain packaging, and. It is a fantastic tasting juice. It tastes it, the beast tastes exactly like a monster. Beast V two tastes more like uh, other energy drinks like your Red Bulls, but they haven't called it Red Bull. They haven't called it Monster. There's no need. Yeah, the juice tastes good, and if people find it and like it, great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when, when it, it's interesting when we started, all the all the juices were named. After after tobacco brands, yeah, but they were named vaguely yeah. after the tobacco brands. Like um, I can think of one called Hembassy with an H at the front, or um, <laughs> Denson and Bedges. <laughs> Denson and Bedges, yeah, 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 or, or, or something along those lines. They they all put the plate. They all they all made it sound almost, but not quite. Yeah, um, because they're ob- yeah, yeah. Lincoln and Lincoln and taste like that. Yeah, Lincoln and Butler, you know that sort of thing. But but they were obviously not wanting to get sued by the tobacco companies. Um, but that seems to have you know been abandoned. It's like it seems to be free play on just call it the brand that we're trying to pretend it tastes like. So anyway, we'll see how the we'll see how the Wrigley's thing goes. The only thing that I would say, though, is now that we're starting to hear about big tobacco trying to push towards the vape industry and starting to try and buy out companies, how long do you reckon it'll be before um, one of the big American tobaccos like Camel um, actually bring out juices that taste like Camel cigarettes? And they can use the advertisement and, and, and the branding because it's their branding. Yeah, they could. Uh, the thing I found is... The thing with vaping is, I, 
I was going to say it's the holy grail to try and get a vape juice that tastes like a cigarette, but I, I don't, as a vapor, I don't want a juice that tastes like a cigarette. I'm much happier with flavors that are completely are different. A lot of people that do. And yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I am with you. That's a big issue for someone like myself when they come into the shop. Yeah. And they've never vaped before. And they try all of our tobacco flavours and they turn around and say, but it don't taste like a cigarette. Yes. Because a lot, of, a lot of people that are starting want something that's familiar. Yeah, absolutely. That's familiar and something that tastes like a cigarette. The closest you're going to get to something that tastes like a, a burning cigarette is going to be something that's steeped. Pro- properly steeped, like tobacco leaves steeped in PG. Companies like House of Liquid that make properly steeped liquids. On the other hand, because Jimmy's... <laughs> I'm edging. I'm edging. Because there is one. There we is do one. actually... Uh, we um, do actually stock Dr. Salt liquids. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Their tobacco actually is probably one of the closest tobaccos I've tried from a non-steeped liquid. Yeah. That's chemically reproduced. And it's with Nixalt, which is going to help first-time vapors, people who are currently smoking. I will say... And want to push on it. My first reaction when I tasted that stuff was, it tastes like a dirty fag. (laughs) Yeah. But that's what they're wanting. Which is not what you're saying as a vapor... You don't want. I don't want it. I tr- I tried the I tried the I tried the tobacco flavor and and I I said to him, oh my god, that tastes like an ashtray. Fortunately, yeah. he took it as a compliment. <laughs> um, and, and and yeah, I was amazed. That is that, that is the that is the only juice, the first juice I have tried that tastes anything like uh, a, a cigarette flavor. But if if an American tobacco company can can reproduce that uh, or get even halfway close, then yeah, Which it's it's would, possible. They would it would be possible for these. I mean, obviously they've already got the tobacco. They'd they'd only have to do what companies like House of Liquid do, and actually steep leaves. Mm. Then it would be possible for them. I didn't ask. I didn't ask Doctor Saltz. I didn't ask them. Obviously, and I'm sure they wouldn't tell me uh, how they got the flavour. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if they turned around to me and said there is absolutely no link to tobacco in there whatsoever. No, no there isn't. It, it, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. They've just been very, very clever with the way they've made that juice. They've done yeah. well. And they've done really, really well. And, and if you listen to this podcast and you want to buy your mum or dad or whatever a juice, you want to get them on an MTL setup. For their first ever vape, because they've they've said or they've said, oh, we don't like vaping because it doesn't really taste like the real thing. Find Doctor Salt Tobacco, buy them a bottle. Um, they won't get the cough because it's Nick Salt, so you won't get the the hard hit on the back of the throat. But the Nick Buzz will hit them and it will last. And I I I would nine times out of ten I would say that's probably work for them a lot better than free base Nick and a lot better than any other tobaccos out there. The only negative I can see with that is 
it, it's such a shame that we can only have 20 milligram, even with the Nick salt. Yeah, but yeah. 20 milligram will still give you a Nick buzz, and that's what every every smoker needs is a 15-minute Nick buzz. In in there, that is what I've got in there. I've got... Can you can you see how dark that is? That's That's gone well-steeped. That is a that is a dark liquid, but that's the that's the Dr. Salt's that's the Dr. Salt's tobacco. He's he's tooting on he's got his RX out and a little MTL <laughs> set up on the top of it. And he's looking like he's just an ashtray. And it's it's the it, it's the aftertaste you get with it. Yeah, but it's it's not a caramel or anything like that, is it? It's, no, no, no. It's a tobacco. Yeah, it's, it's it is a, it's, it's a it, it tastes it tastes like a cigarette and 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 how they've got that it, because when you smoke a cigarette you have that aftertaste flavour don't you, mm. um, and that is exactly what you get with this. It's it, I'm we we go on about it but yeah they would have to. There that is the first and only one that I've tasted like that. There are so many tobacco again using my quote fingers tobacco flavours that just taste like sweaty socks that that just taste awful um so they're going to have to do something amazing to do to even replicate it i think if they're trying to get uh, if they're trying to get a smoke flavor they are and whilst we're talking about flavors i suppose it's probably a good time to end the news and to do our thing do our flavour of the week. I've got one piece of news that I just want to. I just oh, want to push past you. No, 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 no. It's all right. It's all right because uh, we've had the Six Nations this week. Have we? We've had six this weekend. We've had the six Six Nations. We watched. I'd watched every game. Yeah, <laughs> knew you were watching the rugby. That Irish match was fantastic. But anyway, oh. not going into that. Um, so I was looking at you know doing a bit of pre pre Six Nations research, and I know it's rugby league, but you've heard of St Helens rugby league team, haven't you? Yes, I have. Do you know where they play? Uh, no. How's that? How's that for a bit of trivia? No, because um, I'm, I'm a Union fan. Yeah, well, St Helens rugby league used to play in Langtree Park. Okay. However, now they play in the Totally Wicked Stadium. Do they? They do, indeed. Has the rugby got worse? Has the say that again? Has the rugby got worse? Has the I I don't know if the rugby's got worse. To be fair, there's going to be a study released by the Americans that you know if you name a stadium, a stadium after a e-juice manufacturer, you, you're going to play worse <laughs> rugby. Are they, are they now on papers? <laughs> they don't wheeze anymore when they run around, <laughs> around the pitch because they're now vaping instead of smoking <laughs> I don't know how they've got away with it to be fair it, it does sound to me like, um, I, mean, I mean with the advertising uh, regs uh, I don't know obviously it must be a loophole sponsoring well, the, it as the, a tobacco the, as a vaping the, company the, the loophole is if you weren't in the vaping industry and you heard the name The Totally Wicked Stadium, you'd be number one. You'd be number fucking one. But to be honest, it's yeah, it's not really an advert. It's not advertising, is it? Is it a sponsorship? No. It's, yes. It's it, have have they got posters and uh, all the rest of it on? 
I'm assuming they're not advertising their shops at the stadium. They haven't got it on billboards, <laughs> have they? On, on the on the no, they're selling. I know they're selling. I know they're selling St Helens merch in the Totally Wicked shop in Blackburn. <laughs> but are they selling the um, Wicked stuff in the? I uh, doubt it. I, it's it's got totally. It's got the. It's got the Totally Wicked uh, Devil face yeah. and their logo um, as the as the stadium name. So where it used to say Langtree Park on the side of the stadium, it now says Totally Wicked Stadium. Yeah. So um, still got the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yep. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, yeah, I've got the I've got the picture here somewhere. Uh, but, but as I say, if you weren't in if you weren't in the vape industry, I don't think you'd, you'd know what the totally wicked stadium was. In the same way as if I turned around to you, Mister Ian Chandler, and I said, um, "We we've got a football team here, the Jimmy Parker." Rebels and they play at the Charnwood Stadium. Would you know anything about that? No, no, see exactly the same. And I'm going to leave that there. Anyone who does know, comment on the Facebook group. <laughs> Actually, I can't see. No, I, I can't. They've no. removed the cigarette from his mouth. Yep, I can't see a cigarette in his mouth anymore. <laughs> uh, Ian just showed us on the camera the picture that he brought up of. That company's logo. I did, That's, that I, was that was actually uh, that was actually the image of the totally wicked stadium sign yeah. on the side of the uh, on the side of the. Yeah, there's well, no way they would have got away with leaving that fact there. <laughs> Probably not. No, I'm uh, I'm with you on that one. So yeah, no, that's that 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 just uh, interested, uh, just intrigued me, and I thought I would uh, I thought I'd let you know. Yeah, no, that's good. No, and uh, as I say, if our listeners can tell me what the Charnwood Stadium. Um, would refer to that would be lovely. Yeah, I'm going to have to research that one. Right, should we do flavour of the week? Flavour of the week. <laughs> right, this week we've got flavour of the week, and like I said earlier, I haven't tried it, and I know Jimmy hasn't tried it yet, and neither's Dan. So, um, Jimmy, what what have you what setup have you got with it? Just uh, to... it's, it's on the uh, Tesla RYE with yeah. the uh, D Pro with a new funky drip tip. Mm, green, it's green, with a red spot in it. Oh. Uh, to match the to match the mod, fair enough. Yeah, that is, it's, it's a matchy yeah, yeah. setup. I don't normally do matchy matchy setup, but it's a matchy matchy setup. <laughs> it's it's very matchy matchy. Yeah, like it. There you go, matchy matchy visual for the uh, for the audio podcast. I like that. Yeah, well, we'll stick a picture up. Where did you yeah, yeah. drip tip from? Uh, that drip tip came from uh, E6Z. Oh, right, yeah. I'll check that e- out. Uh, E6Z.uk, <laughs> I think you can get them on there. Come on, Dan, the only reason we've got you on here is to promote the shop. So, you know, you need to push it as much as possible. <laughs> so go on, then. I can see you smelling it. What do you think? I'm sniffing my drip tip. You're sniffing your drip tip? I'm smelling. Yeah, go on. Custody biscuity notes. I think. I hope that's this juice, not one that's on the bottle. Dan, you're the sniff. I'm gonna sniff the bottle. Yeah, go on. You sniff the bottle. Oh, it definitely smells. It smells quite biscuity. Um. Mm. Is there a fruity note in there as well? Oh, I like this. I'm I'm sniffing it as well. The trouble is, I know what the fl- I know what the flavour is. But I haven't tried it yet. Mm. I've just lick tested it. 
Oh, lick test. I don't. All right, go on then. I'm yeah. I think I'm right in the in the in the first initial instance. You give it a two. Give it a two. You can have the first rip, so you can get that cotton broken because it is fresh cotton. It is a. Go on, what cotton is it, just out of interest? Uh, that is built with uh, some of the last little bit of muscle cotton that I've got. Okay. It doesn't, because it doesn't have such a long break in as, as cotton. Yeah. 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 It's, it's got a sweetness to it, but it's also got a bit of a, bit of a savoury <laughs> note. I think it is... A cheese, vanilla cheese cakey type smell. And I know you've sent it in a bottle. He sent it to me in a shampoo bottle. Um, <laughs> dark, from dark, dark. Looks like he's. He sent me three bottles to keep us going for the next one. That does look like one of those bottles that you get complimentary in a hotel. It room is, yeah. He's, he's been to Travel Lodge. He's nicked three bottles, <laughs> stuck a dark star label on one of them, and shoved it in the in the post to him. There's some. There's the. the I know, I'm so tight. They are the 30 mil bottles. They are what uh, flavor concentrate came uh, came in, and Dark Star the bottles the 30 mil, but they are flattened. And the reason the bottles are flattened is so that you can post them and they will go through your letterbox. Oh, which is a bloody good idea. There that's, you go. That's very clever. But they shouldn't be sending them through the post anyway. They should be sending them through DPD as a. <laughs> Um, you know, if we're all, yeah. Well, they if we're well the DPD stop. the DPD driver would still be able to put it through the letterbox. <laughs> Not allowed to make I'll get a signature. Oh, all right, okay. Dan, have another two. I'm gonna freshen my palate. Um, I've got to cleanse my palate with a beer. This one is uh, Witchwood Brewery Goliath, four point two percent. It's the second bottle. Something. Depot's noisy, but it's really good. <laughs> it is a bit whistly. We can hear the whistle. It, it is a noisy little atty, but it's um, flavour, 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 flavour. It is really good for flavour. Mm. So is that beer. Oh. <coughs> it's definitely cheesecakey. I'm getting that sort of cream cheesy. Cheesecake. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a. Is it, is it going to be a vanilla cheesecake or is it going to be a white chocolate cheesecake? It's going to be something along those lines. But yeah, I don't know. It's there's a slight creaminess and a slight bit of custardiness to it. I've got the bottle here. He yeah, has the bottle. He's, he's holding up a bottle. It's got a blue top to it. I'll put you out of the misery. Out of your misery. This is from Plume Blue. Hardly surprising. Uh, they're just down the road. Um, this is a full streak high VG. It's in their zero uh, short fill, and it is digestive cream biscuit. There you go. We got the ba- we got the we got the yeah. cheesecakiness, and that's that's where it's coming from. It's that biscuit mm-hmm. base. I think I, I think I think what I think what foxed you is is the fact that the bottle that I put it in has got a label on it that says cheesecake. No, 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 because it's a digestive base. Yeah, cheesecake would have a digestive base. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. To it, and that could quite easily have been called cheesecake, and I'd have made that. It's not, it's not unpleasant. It's, it's quite nice. It has got, I'm, yeah, I'm, I've, I've got it on the, on, 
on my VVRM with the Entheon, and it and it it is reminiscent of cheesecake because you're right. You've got the digest digestive base, and it is very creamy, isn't it? It has got that cheesecake sort of cream cheesy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think I think most cheesecakes are made with a digestive style base anyway. So like crunched up digestive biscuits. That's how I'd make a cheesecake. Mm. Get some digestives out and smash the hell out of it. It's nice actually that it's not overly sweet. It's not, but that's Chandler for you. I'd send it a very sweet juice because that's me. I'm a bastard for it. It's not so. Uh, yeah, you don't find it very sweet, do you? And I'm, I'm no. glad it's. I'm I'm glad it's not. Um, I'm glad this flavour's not overly sweet because the the rest of the the range uh, really suits my flavour profile. What I what I like. So I've had the Ambrosia, which is their custard flavour. Really? Bloody marvellous. That ambrosia uh, as a custard. It really does taste like tinned custard. It's got that vanilla notes to it. Picking somebody else's uh, branding is not a good idea. Ah, but ambrosia is uh, the... And I now can't remember without having to look it up. It is one of the... It's, it's food food of the gods. Yeah. Oh, okay. So so they can yeah they can, they can get away find, with that. Find that loophole. Yeah yeah yeah. It's it's not it's not nicking the. Uh, yeah, it's it's because Ambrosia nicked that as as it was food of the gods. Um, how, how does that compare to something like, um, Vulcan Bros like Hakucho? Hakucho's got uh, Hakucho is, is is sweeter, so the Ambrosia is definitely is, is much. Uh, it's more subtle, right? Than uh, I would say Hakucho. I love Hakucho. It's a, it's, it's fantastic. One of my favorite custard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I would I would say the flavour in uh, in Hakucho is stronger than in Ambrosia. So that's entirely up to you whether you prefer the stronger flavour. And the, and the Hakucho has definitely got that bakery uh, hint hint to it. It's that got that pastry, that biscuity flavour in the background. Whereas the Ambrosia is a pure custard. It's custard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pure vanilla custard. I, I think someone would be very hard pushed to, to copy Vulcan Bro stuff. It's, yeah, very complex flavouring in there. Very complex. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Absolutely love I was really excited when we got the samples in from Stu. He said he said to me, like uh, I think it was before Christmas, give us a buzz after Christmas. We'll send you the samples out because everyone was you know raving about it. Um, I know Richard Vick has got a bit yeah. of a, an obsession with Hakucho, mm-hmm. um, and I asked him if we could have the samples. He sent them. Uh, just just into the new year, and uh, I'm really happy that we, you know, we got those samples because we. I just had to get it in as soon as we tasted it. I said to my boss, "We've we've got it in because it is." I've not. It's been a long time since I've tried an entire range. I mean, there's only five flavors in the range anyway, so it's not like a yeah. massive expanse of a range. Mm. It's been a hell of a long time since I've tried a range of juices, and I've said I like every single one. There is yeah, a uh, that I will not vape. I think I've I've had uh, for example I've had banana flavours 
that in, in the past and I've hated them. Um, and his banana beignet flavour, the the That's is fantastic. It's a really nice flavour. His frozen, the frozen berries. Mm-hmm. It just with it's just got that nice cool hit to it, nice and fresh. They all flavours completely contrast to each other. They do. I, I'm the same as you. Yeah. I hate banana, but I can't put down chew. I really can't. Um, I didn't. I, I. I'll be honest. I haven't got on. I haven't got on with the chew. I'm not a particular big. I'm not a big mint, menthol. No, chew is the banana vapor. Sorry. Chew is the banana beignet. Is the chew the banana? Is it? Oh, which one's the? Which one's the? Which one's the mint one? Neo. Neo. Neko. Neko. Uh, and here I am looking at the bottles, and I know I. Yeah, choose the bone. The number five one. Uh, oh, um. Which I can't look at the bottle because I gave it away. Kame, that's it, the Kame, Kame, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How can we forget that one? Yeah, I I, I gave it away because I I, I sent it off to uh, Chris. It's mental. I love it. it. It's. I know he loves it, and I uh, and I don't. There is just it's like it's fresh mint. It's like you've just walked out into the garden, picked a fresh mint mint leaf, and licked it. Yeah. With that slight sweet appleness to it. Dispenser. I love yeah. it. Yeah, but I said when I but I said when I tasted it, I, I could taste that it was a it was a nice it was a quality juice. It just was a flavour I didn't like. This uh, juice of the week that we've got this week. Yeah. Um, I've just ramped the heat up on the uh, RYE. It's got a point two six build in it. Spaced stainless formula ID. Uh, I don't think the bottle's going to last very long because he's chuffing for it. Five, five wraps. I've just, <laughs> I've just cranked it. We, we, we initially tested it at about 70 watts. I've just ramped it to 92, and you get more biscuity out of it than you do um, than you do that creaminess now. I've been I've been fiddling with it whilst whilst you two, two have been talking. Oh, yeah, a lot more biscuit. Yeah. It, it, I think with a bit, a bit more heat, you lose that creaminess and take more biscuit. And yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot more biscuit. Now, what you need to do is you need to ramp up the uh, the, the voltage on your VVRM. Oh, no, you can't. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and I was going to put it, swap it over onto my regulated squonker, but then I won't have the squonk bottle in it because it's a different bottle. Yeah, I'll try that later. I'll try that at some point. Yeah, put, um, put it in a jewel and, and, and I'll, I'll stick it. Yeah, I've still got some. I've still got some. I've got about, I've got about 15 mil left. Yeah, this is picking up about 4.96 volt, nearly 5 volt. And it's, um, yeah, you get a little bit more biscuit off of it. Yeah, I'll try it. I'll put it on the, I'll put it on the, uh, on the drone. But flavour of the week was uh, very nice. I will finish off the bottle quite happily. Um, and I'll even, yeah. I'll even get uh, the boss to try some as well and see, if, see what she thinks. Yeah, digestive cream biscuits. By uh, for, from Plume Blue, the Full Streak High VG range. There I'll, you go. I'll let you know what Kelsey thinks later, shall I? <laughs> yes, you let me know what Kelsey thinks. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be getting my mod from Mike next week. He knows how much I like his mods. I'm always telling him yeah, how, yeah. how nice they are, and I've I've just not had them. I haven't had 240 quid to part with for a mod. Dan, Dan. To be fair, who does? I mean, oh, right. you know, I the the this Infinium, you know, I you know, I won it in a, in one of his raffles, 
Um, so so technically, I, I know I've put a, it was eighteen eighteen pound fifty that it ended up costing me for the raffle. Uh, and I'm, I, I, I feel so blessed. I was man, I able, I was able to get it because there is no way I could have gone. Yeah, there you go. There's two hundred and forty quid, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah Do you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And and that's the that that is that is the reason why I admire uh, Herbie for doing it that way, because people like yourself. Like, I mean, every now and again. I mean, and it's and it's why I keep entering the raffles, not necessarily because I want to win the mod, um, but because I feel that. Eighteen pound fifty is just just not enough for that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so you know, I've I've spent another twenty. I can't two. I've, it's been two another two or three raffles that I've uh, I've entered in, and I would I'd, I'd have been chuffed if I'd have won them. Um, but I was quite prepared to lose Actually, um, 10, 20, 10, 20 quid. was on my birthday. Oh yeah, I was out when he did it. Because I, po- I posted on there, bugger, I'm going to be out having a meal for my birthday. And it, uh, what's it, is it Paul on there? Paul Jones, I think, isn't it? I think it's Paul. Yeah, yeah. On this group. Um, yeah. He said to me, don't worry, Dan. He said, being it's your birthday, I'll put one in for you. And he actually paid for it for me as well. What? Yeah, he put, put an entry in for me, which was amazing. Uh, yeah. And my missus is always saying to me, you're so lucky, you're, you're always getting things for free, this, that, and the other. <laughs> I, don't, I don't ask for anything. I've never, ever no. in my life asked for anything. You know, uh, I quite often, um, I always, if Mark puts a raffle up, I always put money into a raffle. The raffle. Yeah. Um, I never win anything, but I always put money into the raffle. No, I put, I mean, I, I bought the iOS, I bought a raff, uh, iOS raffle ticket. Uh, I've I've entered a couple of UKS raffles. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I I I do it because I, I'm not so much thinking, bloody hell, look at what's in there. I, I could win something. I do it because I know that the money's going to charity, and I I don't donate money regular to charity. Um, I'd like to, but I couldn't choose a charity to do it. So yes. for me. It's nice to be able to do things like that. I mean, I I actually won something in the iOS raffle. <laughs> I never. Yeah, you did. I saw that. I've got a bottle of juice coming from um, James, one of his yeah, yeah, yeah. favors that he does. Uh, yeah, you got you, you, you came in tenth, didn't you? You just 13th, snuck in there at the 13th, bottom. Thirteenth, yeah, yeah. Or thirteenth, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I've gone for a hundred mil of his Frankie, which is a tobacco custard with a hint of coconut. Oh, nice. So I'm, I'm quite looking forward to that. But I put a prize into that as well. One of oh, did you? I put in, yeah, it was uh, in a Kim Gem. Oh, okay. A Kim Gem kit with some uh, Dr. Salt tobacco. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I this is John, I said, can I... Because I've, I've been wanting to put something into a raffle for a while. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, most people on iOS probably aren't going to use that kit. But... Most people on iOS, if they won something like that, would be likely to give it away to someone who wants to start away. Well. would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's why I put that kit in with that liquid. Um, so, I mean, if the guy who's won it doesn't want it, at least he can pass it on to someone who wants to start vaping. So that, that was my thinking of putting that in anyway. Yeah, no, it was good. It made sense to put that in. And I, I paid for that out of my own pocket. 
<laughs> it wasn't donated by the shop or anything. I, I paid for it out of my own pocket. To be honest, it didn't cost me much. Um, I think it cost me a total of about twenty-four quid. But yeah, it's putting something. It's putting something in, isn't it? I mean, like when, like when we did the UK, uh, the VT UK raffle. Yeah. Obviously, I knew I couldn't put anything into the raffle. I couldn't buy tickets. Uh, so, so it was. It was a. I made a. I made a mod. It's quite nice, sort of, being able to contribute to things like that. I think. Mm. So, Dan, first question on the list. Here we go. Um, that <laughs> has to be asked you from our secret stockpile of questions. How does it feel to be most notorious? as somebody who decided to vape whilst taking a poo and having a photo. <laughs> this is referring this is referring to the comment on the uh, in the vaguely vaping related Facebook group from Colin Albins. Um, I love him. Yeah. He's so funny. I've got a lot of love for that man. Yeah, the qu- the question the actual question was um, what will it cost to make him stop taking his bloody clothes off? <laughs> Which relates to a picture on the Ideal Life show uh, over the Christmas period that Mr Rick Grove put up a post uh, about uh, getting away from your in-laws or from your family for five minutes apiece, um, sending a picture of you vooping. So <laughs> Dan took it very literal. <laughs> Completely um, literal. <laughs> We will put a picture on the uh, Facebook group. Um, we, we will put one up because some of us do happen to have uh, half copies of it. About I'll, I'll I did. Gl- I'll quite gladly post it on the group myself if you want. Me I to. I saw it. I saw it when he posted it, and I'm like, oh for God's sake, oh my God. And the original, and, uh, the original reply got took down because it made John Martin feel sick. Yeah, so we deleted it, it straight away. And then Rick, Rick messaged me and he said, can you send me that picture? I'm going to put it on the next live show. So yeah, I won the competition, which was for some iOS finals. Um, and Rick, God bless him, sent me a load of his new squonk bottles as well, which was quite nice. So you have won stuff. <laughs> yeah. You, you have won stuff. Yeah, but I don't... You you won. You came first, Dan. Yeah, I did. I've never come first to anything. (laughs) 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 This is in this is in reference to the because again iOS uh, did a raffle last week, and yeah, uh, they you know they do the randomizer. It always gets me. Why do why why when they do randomizers, they use the randomizer randomizer dot org. Why is it always the third randomizer? It's a randomizer. Just yeah, click it, but it and you're done. It's just but to it's, jumble up the names a bit more. But yeah. it's, also, it's it's just a thing that they do. They, I think they were yeah. one of the first people to do it, the first of third. But it really wouldn't have mattered whether it was the first of the first or the first of third, because my name came top of the list both times. It did. You got the first one. Your name was at the top, and I bet you were like going, oh, for fuck's sake. Because uh, you were at the top, and you were And she went, oh, well, that's, that's screwed then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then what happened? You ended up first and was it third, fourth? fourth. You got you got two. Fourth, I did. I I, I happened to win um, from uh, from uh, Jimmy came out on top and I came out on bottom. <laughs> the, 
Yeah. Hey, you still won. Literally, it came out on the box. He literally got first, and there was 13 prizes, and I got 13th. There you go. Excellent. Yes, it's still a prize, mate. I mean, you know. Um, I, th- I think that's karma because I put a prize into it. Not <laughs> karma, not came. I was going to say I put my I, I put I, I bought a ticket and I didn't see my name appear in there at all. I I was very lucky because I bought four tickets. Um, I was actually going to buy some more, um, but I bought four tickets. But it just goes to show that there was that guy that spent a hundred pound on tickets. Really? He had twenty entries. Oof. Win anything. From those of you who didn't know, yeah. uh, the first prize was a Tippy Mods uh, one-off custom mod um, from a gentleman by the name of Trevor Larkin, who's in America. Um, and the money was split between two charities, one in the UK uh, and one over in, in America, um, which was a, a animal hospital. Or I think animal, so, yeah. Animal welfare place that's quite close to Trevor. And the other one was a, um, hos- uh, a housing... Uh, hostel, uh, uh, no, place that hostel. offers palliative care. Palliative right? care for uh, near Rick. I can't think of the word. That's near Rick. Yeah, uh, because Rick hospice. Put up a hospice. That's the one. Um, <laughs> the, the puts, hospice. Because Rick put up some prizes and bits and pieces as well. So they, they split the money between the two, um, and it raised just over a thousand pounds. One thousand and forty, I do believe. And it was yeah. indeed. Um, and yeah, I, I won the tippy mods um, from Trevor. And I won a made by the amazing Aiden Lane. Yes, I have. I now have an Aiden Lane coming to me <laughs> for my little collection of Hemo um, English-made mods, and um, it's one that I didn't have. Didn't have an Aiden Lane, so I've now got one coming. And I also won a Pandora uh, RDA by Chris JB, and uh, yeah, that was coming to me from Richard Vick. The man, the legend, Richard Vick, vaguely vaping-related, he is a very nice guy. And uh, in vaping-related, he is uh, V1CK on YouTube. He's a reviewer. And uh, if you don't know him, if you don't watch the Ideal Home Show, why not? But if you don't watch the Ideal Home Show, go and check out uh, V1CK um, for your reviews. Very nice guy. And he's a very good reviewer, too. He's very good. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea how he finds the time to do it, but there we are. Now, and he used to do a podcast. And this is where I'm going to have to pause it. Anyone else? But when I listen... Hang on. Whoa, whoa. Hang yeah. on. Yeah, completely broke up at my end, so I'm going to have to edit that bit. Yeah, you all you all went... My, my internet went completely poundland at that point. It went on a potato. It, it, it just went all Dalek. There we go. You, you went a bit Minecraft at one yeah, point. You went a bit Minecraft and a bit. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to ring for paramedics. I thought you had a fit. I was stressed. Yeah. I, thought, <laughs> that, I thought for a minute Herbie was showing one of that new mod of his that he's not showing anyone. Oh, yeah. And, and he's definitely teased that man. <laughs> constantly pixelated. Yeah, he's it's, uh DNA. Is it, it's not DNA, is it? It's, it's got a board in it anyway. Uh, it's. Definitely a regulated squonk of some description because I can definitely see a hole through that uh, through that pixelation. So, so uh, second question. Yep. We now need to have a funny uh, story <laughs> um, of the worst customer ever that could ever walk through. I'm not not saying one that has. 
I'm saying make up a story <laughs> about, about a customer and what they would say. So what is the worst things that they could possibly say as they walk through that door? In yes, the- we, we, we're after, we're after, but what I think what Jimmy's asking for is kind of mix up the kind of worst, stupidest questions you've had asked. Uh, another way of putting it, what stupid questions have you been asked <laughs> working in the vape shop? Rundown. Bloody hundreds. Um, you know half of them, because half of them get asked when you're in the bloody shop. I'm never in that shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's your second home, Jimmy. But they do have free coffee in East Zoo in Whispeach. Oh, hey, they have free coffee in Plume Blue, too, if you ask nicely. It's not just stupid questions, it's crazy things that people say. Um... Quite often, I get people come in and they'll say, I smoke 40 cigarettes a day, so they're spending nearly 20 quid a day on fags from a shop. What's your cheapest starter kit? So our cheapest starter kit is 19.99, which is what they're spending daily <laughs> on their cigarettes. Yeah. And they go, sod that, I'm not spending that, and walk out. Nothing else. They just walk straight out the door. And you're like, it, what? Yeah, it's it's a sort of, huh? what? But but they've just walked in by coughing as they've entered and wafting their hands yeah. in front of their but face. But they don't even ask any follow-up questions. Uh, I, for me, a follow-up question would be, if I didn't know anything, well, how often would I need to buy that? Because if you had the opportunity to answer that question, they might actually stay and take yeah. a bit more interest. Because they've only got to pay for that once. All you have got people have... buying their liquid and their coils. But yeah, it's crazy things like that occur quite often. Not daily, but quite often. Um I don't know. What else? Uh, I've noticed quite a lot of people coming and asking you for um, e-cig oil. Yeah, uh, the reference the, uh, the reference to the liquid as oil, and I'll I'll turn around and say something, trying to be amusing, saying you know we're not Halfords or <laughs> <laughs> a supermarket. Um, yeah, it, it. I mean, the, the reference to oil occurs a lot. Um, coils get referred to as many, many different things. Yeah, burners, I've got filters, burners, filters. I've got one guy that comes in and he calls them spark plugs. Spark plugs. He calls them spark plugs, and it's right what he says every time he comes in. Can I have a spark plug for me burner thing? To be fair, to be fair, I have got nothing against people coming in and wanting filters or calling them spark plugs for his yeah, burner. Yeah, thing. I mean, if, if he's not, if he is not, if he's not smoking, exactly, you know, exactly, he can call it what it's the just, hell he likes. It's just amusing the different things that they get called. Yeah. But we, you know, they're regular customers. Most of them, we know what they're asking for. Yeah, yeah, we know what they're asking. Yeah, for. if it's me, it's coffee. 
one of the things that baffles me greatly is people that don't know the difference between nicotine and tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'll have someone in, and it's not just newbies, it's people that have been vaping for a considerable amount of time, and they'll say, I want such and such flavour, but I want it without tobacco. So I say, you mean nicotine? No, I want it without tobacco. And trying to explain yeah. to people the difference between nicotine and tobacco is quite difficult because they don't understand the difference between yeah. nicotine and tobacco. They don't understand that nicotine is something that's contained within the tobacco and they can't differentiate between the two, if that makes sense. It's also very confusing. It's very hard work for somebody who's in a shop because um, I've seen it myself where you're standing there and someone will come in and it might be their first time visiting a, a bricks and mortar shop. It might be their first time visiting, looking for a vape, uh, for, for a mod at all. Um, and they'll be there and they'll be talking and, and they'll be um, getting on with the, the, the discussion regarding cigarettes and regarding how many they smoke a day and all the rest of it. They always want to push for higher levels of nicotine, yeah. which is which is fine. I mean, if, if you want to try it that way, do so. And, and thankfully, um, in that shop, they have got different strengths there for customers to test. But then there'll be the person they've walked in with who's a smoker, who's just so adamant that they know what they're talking about and saying, oh, I don't know why you want to try one of them bloody things anyway, you know. There's nothing, there's nothing about them that's better than smoking. I'll just stick to my Rothmans or my Lambert and Butlers. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Oh, it's exactly the same stuff in there. And, and it's, it's trying to get that education out there that actually it's not. Um, but having said that, uh, Eastig Zoo is one of the shops that I have noticed that are very uh, astute to this argument already. And they actually have a pamphlet um, sent to them from the IBBTA that they hand out um, which does uh, all the work for them and the IBBTA have, have really um, helped them out because they've, they've got a the, here's, here's a brooch, here's a leaflet you go and have a read and they'll sit over the back and read it whilst the person who actually wants to purchase something is sitting there talking through with them uh, and that takes a little bit of the stress away from them OK so here's a question, who's the IBBTA? The independent. Who's <laughs> 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 the IBBTA, Dan? They're an organisation. It's a vape trade association. Um, that there you go. Independent Board of Vaping Traders Association. Something along those lines. Terrible. It's it's yeah. a trade association that we are we are members of. The IBBTA is actually the Independent British Vape Trade Association. Just thought I'd uh, throw that there in. There you go. And Gary Gary Dibley will probably slap me for not remembering that. <laughs> 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 Gary Dibley is one of the nicest guys you will ever meet in vaping. He works for the IBBTA. Ah, okay. Um, they do amazing work for the industry. Um, they are uh, they quite often go to Parliament. <clears throat> And basically, speak up for vapors. They do yeah. 
amazing things. They're working in conjunction with um, uh, Public Health England. Uh, yeah. They work with them for Stoptober. Um, October just gone was the first time um, ever that Stoptober was basically, you know, through the whole thing, they're turning around and saying, try vaping as an alternative to smoking, which is fantastic. And that's all down to the work that the IBVTA have been doing. And if it wasn't for Gary and the other guys on the team, that wouldn't happen. I know there's a lot of, I know there's been a lot of um, NHS stop, stop smoking team, uh, stop smoking staff. I know a lot of their staff have been going into local vape shops and learning more about vaping. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's linked to the IBVTA as well, because um, it was linked to the Stoptober. So, so it. It, it's it's all good. It's nice. It's nice to see everyone working together and and trying to promote yeah, yeah. vaping it, as a like stop Jim, smoking. Like Jimmy's saying, we've got these um, uh, leaflets from Public Health England um, in conjunction with IBVTA, um, and they've even got a picture of a hand with an e-cig in it, with a, a, a proper little vaping device, and it was it wasn't just an ego pen. And a CE4, it's a proper little mod with a tank on top. Mm. You know, um, and that's the first time anyone has used anything like that in that kind of publication. But we get a lot of, like Jimmy says, a lot of people, a lot of um, couples come in, one of them wants to vape, the other one's quite adamant, they don't want to vape and they want to carry on smoking. Yeah. Um, and when I explain to them about these leaflets, nine times out of ten, they'll take one for their other half to read. Or I've got customers that take one because they've got friends that turn around and say to them, oh, you know, them things are just as bad for you as cigarettes. And they turn around and say, well, if I take this, I can give that to my friend or my wife, my husband or whatever, and say to them, look, you know, this is a proper publicated leaflet explaining from these you know proper health bodies Mm -hmm. where you should basically try and try to choose to use that as a as an alternative i will also say it's not what the ibbta do it's not all they do no they don't just produce a leaflet and go all people are members of the independent body uh here's a leaflet for you they are the guys who are who are out there um, pushing for legislation, yep. amendments to legislation. They're the ones who are keeping the uh, independent shops abreast of everything they need to know uh, with regards to trading standards, with regards to yep. um, uh, the HMRC, with regards to everything to do with vaping. All legislative stuff, you can go to the IBVTA and they will, uh, if you're part of the body, they, they will look after you. Um, and they'll make sure that not just you're aware, but if, if there was anything to come of a visit from uh, any of these groups, they would be the ones who would be able to point you in the right direction and give you the best advice. And they really are, um, I think they're worth their weight to any independent yeah, trader, if I'm honest. 
Um, and, and they'll put it to you in, in layman's terms as well. Um, I, I've had discussions with, with uh, Gary Dibley, um, not vape-related, uh, completely not vape-related. Um, he's a wood-turner and so am I. And, and we've had discussions about all sorts of things, but he's just such a nice guy. He, if he's if he's got any advice, he'll give it to you, but he'll give it to you in a way that you understand as well, mm. which is which is what you need when you know if if you were if you have uh, HLRC customs in and and they were checking all your stock and all the rest of it, and you were like, oh, it's a bit scary. Yeah, he'd be there. He'd be there on the end of a phone, or he'd be there on on a message or whatever. And, and you could let him know what the what the what the score was, and, and he'd be able to give the best possible. And one of the, the best group. things about being a member of the IBBTA is, if we do have any queries as to whether something's legitimate or you know, um, or we're not sure on something that comes in, as far as the way it's marked up, anything like that, they're always at the other end of the phone or an email away and we can ask them questions because we don't we don't know everything we it's nope. it's, it's there's so it's so involved it's there's so much information to take on board so although we've got guidelines from them sometimes it's easier to talk to someone and if yeah. we have got an issue, we can, you know, always contact them. Even down to, I suppose, if you were trying to do some advertisement for your shop, you know, or if you were trying to make a poster for the shop yeah. or anything like that, you could send them a copy of the poster, like a, 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 a draft copy, and they would be looking over it, and they could look over it and go, well, it's fine, or you need to change the wording on this, or I wouldn't put it like that because that could be led into this, and here's, the, here's why you don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. It just takes that whole that whole battle for you, and rather than you having to have, which is what a lot of big companies have got, a, a legal team overlooking every last aspect of of a, a, a poster that was going up, the IBVTA will do it for you and make sure you're you're treading the line, and and that's a good thing, a very good yeah. thing, especially with what we've just been through with the TPD and all the rest of it. It's a it's a very good thing, you know. They they are the specialists in this in the day, and um, uh, yeah, I, I think they're doing a valuable. Um, yeah, they are definitely to, to all independents, and that's where I think Apen's going to really kick off. I know Dan works for an independent store, um, who currently have uh, just the one shop at the moment, but. I prefer going when I go to a bricks and mortar. I'd rather go into a small, uh, independently owned shop rather than going into one of these conglomerates. We've already mentioned one of them on the show who've now got a stadium. Um, I'd rather go into <laughs> um, into a small independently owned because actually the quality of produce that they've got in there is often a lot better than what you find in <coughs> chains. Because the big chains only sell the stuff because they can buy that particular product or that particular juice line or whatever at a reduced price because they buy so much of it. As opposed yes. to an independently owned shop who will sock it because it's good, because it's good quality. I, I'm, I'm thinking of I'm, I'm thinking of we've got some we've got some chains up uh, up here in South Yorkshire that have got 
more than one shop. I mean, there's the Mirage shops, for example. Um, they've they've got loads. Excuse me, they've got loads around the South Yorkshire area. Uh, there's another chain called Cigara. Okay. Um, that is a chain, and I don't want to knock them completely because I don't think all all of the shop, all of the cigar shops, for example, I don't think are, 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 are bad. However, I went into a uh, um, I went into a cigar shop asking for wire. And the young lady behind behind the counter hadn't got a bloody clue what I was asking about. Uh, you know, and it's never good when you walk into a shop and and you know more than the staff do. And I don't necessarily expect staff to know everything. However, um, I would have thought that wire was a was was a relatively basic staff. I've got a bit of a duty to make sure that the people that are working in that shop have got a bit of knowledge mm. behind them, in, you know, for, especially the stock that they're selling. <clears throat> and we, I quite often, if we get something new in, I'll spend my own money buying something that we've brought into stock. For example, the Aspire Revo tank, mm-hmm. which is something completely different to the norm yeah um i know a lot of people you know not don't agree with the tank and everything this that any other but that's by the by it's something completely different so i will spend my own money purchasing one of those and spending a bit of time with it and playing with it and vaping it so if anyone comes in and asks me about it then i can tell them anything that they you know i can answer their questions yeah. By, by difference, what Dan means is it doesn't have a cylindrical um, no. coil in it. It actually has a disc coil, um, so a flattened out disc coil with the cotton underneath it, as opposed to a cylindrical where you have the, the coil in the centre, a vertical coil with the cotton around it. Um, it's actually got a, a cylindrical um, flat coil which sits above the, the, the tank full of juice. Um, and a lot of people are criticising it because you've got to tip the mod in order to vape and in order to keep the cotton saturated, which most of us tip a mod anyway. No, none of us keep a mod on the desk, stick our mouth towards the <laughs> mod. And, you know, we all lift it up with our hand. We're quite clever at that. Yeah. We've got these things called opposable thumbs. You know, we, we all lift the mod up. Dan's doing it as we speak. And it, it, To go into your mouth, you can't put it through your chin. It has to go directly into your mouth. So you are tipping it. And, yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of criticism because people have said, oh, you're trying to reinvent the wheel, blah, 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 blah. Well, maybe... If they, don't try and, if they don't try something different, you never get the innovation. But this I, is it. That's the word. That's the exact word. It's innovation. And that's that's something that the vape industry has had so much of in the last... Jesus. Look, look three, four years ago what kit we could actually buy. And look where we are now. The innovation has just just gone so quick. And without people being these uh, candle holders and, and being the forebearers of, of trying this stuff, the question is, how would we know? How would we know we like that particular way of doing things? How would we know that, for me, how would I know that I like stainless steel wire? You know, it was all canthal and, uh, yeah. you know, 
it's like you and your nichrome. How do we all know? How, how do we all know that we like? Yeah, breeze over that subject very quickly. Um, yeah, how how do we all know that we like the different types of cotton? We've all, you mentioned earlier what cotton I'm using because Chandler knows that I use different types of cotton to him. I'll, yeah. I'll I've got um, uh, Komodo cotton. I've got cotton bacon. I've got muscle cotton. I've got Muji pads. Chandler's got cotton balls. Chandler's got Tesco loves baby cotton balls because he likes it. And that's and, exactly what I used to use. And don't knock anybody down in the vape in the vape game or anything else in your life. Don't knock them down for being different. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we all like different stuff. If we didn't, there'd be one mod, one atty, and one flavour of juice, and you it'd be fucking a, boring. You are a weirdo for preferring kendo over bacon. No, I'm not aware of having Ken bacon at all. Look, to me, it, 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 what got me, I, I, I keep going on about this bloody cotton, but what got what got me was when I tried the, I, I, I thought, oh, I'll just try it for the laugh, because this is what I used to vape. And, and then I literally whipped it out, put some cotton bacon in, and went, oh, yeah, I can taste cotton. Exactly. Whereas I didn't, so I, I've just gone... That's but it. I won't be getting. I won't be buying cotton I, bacon again. With cotton bacon, I don't get the cotton taste. So you're the weird one because two of us agree. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree. I will agree that Kendo is actually a really good cotton. But it's it, the issue I've got with it is when you first put it in a dripper and you put liquid on it, it's almost as if it is waterproof because it's yeah. your liquid just falls off of it. it it's got a really it's got quite a, a long breaking period. It takes a while for it. To I don't think it's. It. I don't think it's got a long breaking period at all. It's got a long saturation period. It does take a little while to get your get your cotton saturated. But I I personally don't think Kendo cotton has a breaking period at oh, all. See, I get However, I get cotton taste from cotton bacon. Yeah. Well, don't get me don't get me don't get me wrong. I don't use I don't use cotton balls all the time. I mean, I'm currently using Dude Wick. Um, oh, look, Japanese look, Hemo. Yeah, Dudewick, Dudewick, the Japanese pads. So you got the pads, you you cut it, cut it to length. The cotton that I I loved, this Cloud Kicker cotton uh, from Cloud Kicker Society, that comes in, that comes in pre-cut strips. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that that's brilliant. I don't think you can get it anymore, but I've been look I've been looking to replace that, but you know I'm nearly out. I'll ask one um, question. Yeah. Do you enjoy using them? Yeah. Crack on. Dad, yeah, they're do you fine. Enjoy using. Um, Love these. Them. I do. Crack on. And I also use. Crack on. Everyone should. Fuzz. I want to try. Yeah, I want. I want. I'd like. I'd like to try fuzz. But the, but but my my point is that that these these pads these strips don't suit. I don't think other. I'm sure other people will argue, will argue with me, but I don't think it suits the uh, wicking in the serpent. I've I struggled with the wicking in here, and the more cotton, the cotton bacon, the the way you tear it and uh, you pull it, really suits the wicking yeah, in that. Yeah. I, I had message after message after message with the wicking that going. I've tried it with a little less cotton in it. It pisses everywhere. I've tried it with a little bit too much cotton. Oh. A little bit more cotton. I can't get it to wick properly. I'm getting dry hit after dry hit after dry hit. And I went, oh, have you tried cutting the bottom and the bow ties? Uh, and we were, I was sending you... Done that. Pictures, weren't I? <laughs> Been that, done that. Yeah, you'd send it. I, 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 tried, I tried quite a few things. And then I watched... Because uh, basically, I've got the... 
I've got the Troll, which is effectively a dual coil version of this. And I've used the Troll, wicked it, not a problem. No problem. For some reason, I have no idea why, the Serpent is, is, is a little tetchy with its, uh, with its wicking. So you have to... Uh, what? And basically... <laughs> I went to the man himself. Uh, I found a video on for the Suck My Mod video where Matt Cully goes through wicking it. And to be fair, he does. He, he gives you a couple of options. And I just followed those instructions. Wick it and then thin out the, uh, thin out the wick. So yeah. there's almost next to nothing there. And then feed it through. And it's been fine. It's been absolutely fine ever since. Yeah. I, I've, I've had the same trouble with a lot of RTAs and I mm. I tried loads of different ways with several of mine and I have found one of the best things to do with an RTA is really thin out that cotton Yeah, it's the same for a lot of them I've, I've got a way of doing the depot which Dan is now checking on um, it's, it's a very weird one because it's not got a very deep juice well so what you do is you fan it out into it so you've got like the bow tie and then you cut yeah. cut to the circumference of the um of the, the RTA uh, the RDA on top rather and then you fluff it so as it becomes like a, a fluffy bow tie and then you actually put the scissors in uh perpendicular and chop it at like a, a V shape so as you you're chopping yeah. the cotton um, people can't see me doing finger actions. Um, you chop it off so it's got a point to it, but not the way you expect a point to it. Sort of, so you've still got the fan, but the fan narrows towards the tip of the fan, and then yes. sit it in the juice. It's absolutely fine. It wicks like a treat, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's but not. that's took me a little while to figure out. But that's not down yeah. to the cotton, because I've used all sorts no. of cottons in it. But it's... Uh, oh, dry hit, Dan. That's uh, really dry. <laughs> <laughs> My mother got it on camera. Um, <laughs> Ninety-two watts. Um, that's, but that's down to me having to do a little bit of work. And if you're not willing to work with an atty, you're always going to yeah. check in the drawer and go, "Shit, because I can't get to work." Sometimes you have to do these things a little bit differently. And it's exactly, exactly what we were going back to with with you with the the Aspire tank. He's having to do it differently, but it's not really because all they've done is they've seen that someone tips a mob up to put it in the gob, so. Yeah, yeah. Not use that. yeah I, I see in a lot of reviews where reviewers were having a lot of dry hits with that. I've not had one, and I've I've put I've, God knows how much juice through it, and I've never had a dry hit. A lot of that, though, I reckon is because uh, a lot of the reviewers got the non-TPD version, which is a bigger tank. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and I think where you've got the bigger tank and the juice yeah. starts getting lower, it almost is like you've got to tilt it more. The, yeah, it's got to go Because there's a, lo- there's a lot more mm. space for the liquid to travel. The angle's to, bigger. To get to the, the coil, whereas the TPD yeah. version obviously only got a little tiny tank. But for me, it vapes exactly the same as any RDTA love. And and just, um, well, it's just reminded me talking about this, about the reviewers and all the rest of it, um, a quick update on the prints. Because we all know I had the prints and I had the last oh, one yeah, yeah. Me for 13 days. This one's still going strong, and this is 15 days on from wow. when, when we last uh, spoke. It's still going 15 days on, um, running that about 80 watts, and yeah, <laughs> it's still pumping out the flavour, still pumping out the cloud, and it's not an issue at all. And that's you. Excellent. Um, uh, 
the creme juice I still think I've got in that in a minute. So oh, it's, the it's not lemon. It's a non, uh, 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 what you wouldn't in the old days of class as a tank cracker or a coil killer or whatever. Um, it's it's a coil killing juice apparently. Um, I must admit those V12 Prince coils do seem to be a hell of a lot better than previous smock coils. Yeah, but it'll take them a little while to get their heads out of the sand. The same as the whole E-Fest debate we had last time. Um, most of it got cut, I did notice, Mr Chandler. Um, <laughs> I don't edit. You edited quite a bit. Um, <laughs> okay. Once they've released products that are going to fail and stuff, after a short period of time, then, then it takes a little while for, for the stigma to go away. Yeah. Um, but people like myself who vape all sorts of shit i've got high-end gear as, as you've heard i've got low-end gear i've got a freaking breeze downstairs and a spy breeze that i still chuff on an mtl basis you know i've got a uh, pockex that i use from time to time i've got so much vape gear i don't know what to bloody do with it but i'll vape it if i want to vape it it doesn't matter you whether it's high end or low pockets. end yeah you can't knock the pockets the, the pockets, pockets is an amazing bit of kit it is fantastic. The That's, only thing that lets it down is it's a bit airier than it, it should be. It is a bit airier than the standard MTL, but it's perfect for somebody who doesn't want to draw through something that's like a duck's ass. Oh, no, no. And, and it's, I mean, a perfect example. The Pockex is probably one of our best-selling products. Yeah. Mm. Because... People enjoy the flavour that they get off of it. They enjoy the vapour that it produced. And the one good thing about the Pockex is, although it's a starter kit... Um, he used Airmarks. <laughs> I did. It, it will handle high VG liquids. So for yeah. someone who wants that tighter draw, but wants... Uh, especially, we've got a lot of people, a lot of our customers struggle with PG. If you yeah. get people that struggle with vaping PG, something like the Pockex is brilliant because they can vape higher VG without the worry of burning coils out, getting dry hits, and still vape slightly higher, like the higher nicotine. And on a budget, because yeah. they're only twenty. And on a budget, $22.99. And the coils it's are not cheap. Expensive. You know, the coils are only two, two, two and a half quid, something like that. They're not. They're not. I think. Yeah. I think we have to realise as hobbyist vapors that correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, but for a shop, your your main market is the people that are just trying to quit quit the fags. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. They're not they're not the ones that they're not the ones that are like necessarily want to be blowing huge clouds. No, or... no, and especially for us, we, um, you know, we. Our our customers are your old your older people that want that kind of thing, and a lot of new starters. We haven't mm. got a massive clientele of the ones that want to chuck massive clouds and blow jellyfish jellyfish and all that twaddle. It's <clears throat> it is mainly the newbies, the the new stars, the ones that want to get off the cigarettes. We we cater for everyone. We try and cater for everyone. Yeah, and and some of your some of your customers, like you were saying earlier, they don't particularly 
want have have the urge they don't need to know they don't want to know you know do i need do i need stainless steel or titanium or or, or, or nichrome they don't they don't want that they just want i like uh i like that strawberry custard flavor you've got it it works well with the setup that i bought from you i don't need to know how it works it just does and i'm not smoking from from my time in the shop if we was going to put it into a mathematical terms and percentages, I would probably imagine that sixty to seventy percent of all the customers that come in uh, to the shop are the fifty-fifty uh, ten mil bottles of uh, MTL juice on starter kits. Well, I probably would have variations. said the percentage was even a bit higher than that. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. It is. It is our staple. Our our staple yeah. is, is starter kits, and um, I mean, vamp, we stock Vampire Vape. We've got yeah. quite a considerable uh, amount of their liquids from their range, mm. and it's really popular. But you also have another juice, which is along the same ilk, which is your own flavour. We do, yeah. Zoo juice, yeah, the zoo which juice. is actually slightly better flavouring, um, in um, my opinion. But that that seems to be the biggest, by a long way, the biggest seller um, of or the biggest uh, style of vaping. And then you've got your your direct lung inhalers um, and people who've stepped up. That's probably only about that's probably twenty five percent of the business. Mm. And then five percent is your is your um, hobbyists and the people who build an RTA, RDAs yeah. and RDTAs and RTAs and stuff like that. And we, we do we do stock a vary of um, RDAs. I think we've only got one RTA in stock. We don't get a lot of people ask for RTAs, but our RDAs, we've got maybe 10 or 12 different RDAs in stock, but yeah. we don't sell a hell of a lot of them because the no. people that shop with us aren't really interested in building. They're, they they want something they can put a stock coil in. But they are available. Yeah. But they are available, yeah. And this is the thing. We Although we don't sell a hell of a lot of them, we still try and have a various stock in the shop. Um, yeah. I mean, we do we do sell online as well. So, I mean, I, I would say we probably sell more drippers and things like that online than we would in the shop. And where can you see this online, Dan? Um, I think it's uh, www.ecigzoo.co.uk. Fantastic. <laughs> are all the products on there, or ninety-nine percent of the products that are in store are on the website? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, from uh, your boss's point of view, um, he's obviously tried to cater for for everything. Of us. You know, he's yeah, got. Yeah, we, we spend a lot of time and effort trying to make sure we can cater to everyone that walks through the door. Yes. We spend... Oh, Jim, Jimmy knows because he tests 90% of the stuff, like liquids that we get in because he's he's my flavour man. Um, <laughs> we, we get so many samples sent to us and we go through so many different samples to make sure, uh, you know, that we're, we're stocking the right liquids and have a decent variable liquids for people to purchase but as you said earlier on regarding it being an independent store and uh, you stop the quality i would probably imagine that 90 percent of all the all the samples that ever get sent just get 
tested and it's just like, do you know what? It's just not worth it. It goes in the bin. You you know yourself that if we get sent, say, 10 or 15 flavours by a company, there's always going to be a strawberries and cream in there. Crap. There's always going to be some sort of, you know, lacklustre custard in there. Um, And there's going to be an apple and a raspberry and... It's really difficult because we get we do get so many of the yeah. same things coming through. Ninety percent of what we test never gets stocked because it's the same I'd, thing. I'd probably even go higher than that. I'd probably say ninety percent of it goes straight in the bin uh, after testing. Five percent of it goes on the mm, it's a possibility list, and five percent does actually make. But it can also be a little bit tedious. It's um, very tedious. It's everyone comes in. Uh, and they go, oh, it must be brilliant. You know, you get to test all these liquids. Or by, by the time you've tested your 10th, your 15th flavour, you've had enough. Just everybody who's listening to this podcast, just think about the worst juice you've ever tasted in your life. Now imagine he's got to try that. They've got 20 flavours <laughs> in that brand. And he's got to do all 20. And that's not, that's not once. He's had to do that 10, 15 times. Yeah. This year, and, yeah. I, and I've had to do it as well because, as he said, I end up having them shoved in front of me and sit there with a the dripper and go through them. Because, Dan, you know, we've all said about the flavour of, of the week this week. It's so subjective. Flavour is so subjective that Dan won't just trust his own judgment. He'll also put it to Jack, who works in the shop as well, yeah. and and myself to get a rounded opinion on stuff. And if you're a uh, if, if you're in the uh, sector, manufacturing sector, and you do happen to listen to this podcast and you do decide, oh, I'm going to send some juice over to, to them because I've heard the website and I know where they are and I'll find the address and I'll send it to them, don't be too surprised if you don't hear anything because there's that much sat there that's ready to be tested and, you know, the next time that... Uh, Dan's boss wants to get a juice going, you know, another juice line in. He's got the choice of so many already. Yeah, and it's, it's frustrating because we get them phoning up after they've sent yeah, us the liquids. Five minutes after it's turned up, have you had a chance yeah. to try that? Do you think it's any good? They're the companies really that you probably won't want to deal with because they're they're the ones pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. If it's a decent product, it will sell itself. You don't need to keep contacting someone and saying, "Did you like it?" And it's that's frustrating in itself. That's a long. That's, that's quite a bit of the day took up by one of the members of staff at the shop, just answering that phone, going, "Oh, it's me from ABC Liquid, and we sent you out some samples two days ago. Have you received them? What did you think?" Well. Number one, they might not be there yet. Number two, who the hell are you? <laughs> Number three, we've got that many sent in. I've got a shop to to run as well. You've got a shop to run, and if you're going to try, if you're going to try a juice, and if you're going to give it a fair shot, do everything. I've I've got a limited hours in the day to do what I've got to do, and I've got to serve all of my customers. It's it, you know, uh, but <clears throat> saying all of this about <clears throat> rejecting all of these liquids, that's not to say that we don't stock much because okay. we've got around 250 different flavours in stock for a small 
I've seen that. I've seen your shelves. You've you've got quite a few shelves for a small independent shop. That's quite a lot of a lot of stock to carry, and yeah. a lot to deal with. And it's not just that. Every single flavor we sell is on the counter to test. Yeah, we've got a hundred and forty sub-ohm tanks alone on the counter for people to test liquid. So all of our high VG juice are in sub-ohm tanks. And there's tester mods there, there's drip tips, hygiene gas, and all the rest of it there for you to test. There. And then going, going back to the amount of stuff we have to do during the day, <clears throat> making sure that they're all working properly, making sure that they're not leaking, making sure that they're topped up with liquid, making sure we change the coils. That's Making almost, sure no one steals them. That's almost yeah. That's almost <laughs> an all day, all day thing. Just looking after the the bloody tester tanks. It's, it's it's hard work, but we want everyone to be able to try everything. Um, yeah, what Jimmy says is right. We've we've had a few, um, you know, we've had a few stolen, and I, I don't understand why it, people it, would want to do that. So there's quite a lot that goes in into an everyday of of that person who stood behind the counter in a, in a vape shop. There's a, there's a lot that they have to do and have to put up with, as well. Um, you know, it might from from something really ridiculous like um, someone who comes in to try one of the te- to try the testers or it's their first time vaping and they go and put a C five um, on top of a on top of the tester mod. And they go to undo it, and they don't grab it by the knurl, and they grab it by the plastic. And as they take the cap off, it dumps juice everywhere. Well, that's something that needs to be cleaned up straight away because it's a slip pad, blah, 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 blah. There might be a shop full of people. You know, that tank's got to then be refilled through to... That's a common occurrence. They're known as dribblers. Uh, dribblers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that does happen on a very regular basis. The, the, cover, the, the counter is completely soaked. And nine out. times out of ten, it's not someone who's new, who's new to vaping. It's normally one of my regulars. And yeah. They've done, done it the week it's before. It's this obsession <laughs> with screwing a tank on really tight. Um, I mean, that goes back to, I don't know if you saw my post on iOS last week, a picture of a pair of water pump pliers and a pair of long nose pliers. And I said, these are the most important tools in a bait shop worker's toolbox. I saw that, trying to get the tanks off, the batteries off the mods. They're on so tight. And I can't stress to people enough, finger tight. That 510 pin in the bottom of your tank has only got to make contact with the pin inside your device. You're trying to make an electrical connection, not a mechanical connection. Exactly, and they screw yeah. bloody things on so tight. And I, I, every day, every single day, at least two or three people, I've got to get the tools out, and I've got to explain to them, don't do it up so tight. I had a guy do one up so tight the other day. It was a Nautilus, Nautilus X. Um, he done it up so tight, he smashed a glass. Oh, bloody hell! And that, that glass is pretty tough. <laughs> well, I took my when I it was it was when I was using the uh, my Tafon. Um, I I I'd, I'd gone to a market stall um, because I bought uh, I bought an e leaf off this market stall, and I am I am now ninety percent. Ninety uh, percent convinced that this i twenty, this i leaf twenty watt that I bought was a fake, because it just was not making contact with um, 
it wasn't working. So I took it back and this guy on the market stall took my Tayfun and just went, you haven't got it on tight enough, and went, and screwed it. But what he did was, in doing that, he screwed the the atomizer together. So when I came to refill it, and you know the Tayfuns were were refilled from the bottom, you unscrewed the glass, filled it up. Threaded polycarb tank on there. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. And he had screwed it up that tightly that I could not undo the atty. And I ended up going to a vape shop that I knew that I knew was a good vape shop in uh, Wimwell. I think it's still there, Vapinator. Anyway, his technique for doing it was he trapped the he, he basically shut the atomizer in a door and then turned it. <laughs> You know where the you know where the hinges you know where the yeah, hinges are. Yeah, yeah. He shut it. He, he said he said this door is and it, you could see it was it was fucked. It got marks in it all over the place. He was <laughs> he shut the atty in it, and that's how he undid it. And he and he did it. Bless him. That's his vice. But it, yeah, basically it was he put it in a vice yeah, uh, yeah. using using the door. With um, all manner of things to try and get tanks undone. You got things like the Aspire K three. Um, which essentially is a budget Nautilus, um, and people do they do them up really tight. You can't get them undone. The best remedy is a small Allen key in the air hole, and you use it as a lever. And I open it out that way. Top off. But even then, you, you need you need a bloody vice to put the rest of it in to turn it because it's so tight. Jim, yeah. hold this. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he's on the other end to, oh. to get a tank up. <laughs> but we have there's been both of us in the shop trying to get a bloody tank undone. Two yeah. of us trying to get the tank undone. It's mental. But on on the other end of that, um, the other thing is you have to sort of put up with, and and you have to be wary of. Um, you've also got to look at like age of people. Yeah. Um, you know, you need to make sure that you're not having miners in the shop for a start that are, that are looking to purchase. Yeah. Um, which you obviously have to do as a legal matter, but then you've also got the the uh, common sense clause um, <laughs> for, for mechanical devices. If someone wants to buy a mechanical um, mm. device, the first thing that they have to ask them, which has been a rule that's been set out by their boss, yeah. or the owner of the shop, is you have to do basically a common sense clause, which is, do you know what you're doing? You know, yeah, yeah. They, Do you know how to build on this? They will not walk out of the shop with a mechanical device without signing a disclaimer. Uh, but also, it's not yeah. just a disclaimer. They sign a disclaimer, but if Dan's in any query, oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he just won't serve them. Or if he thinks they've got half an idea or three quarters of an idea, he'll top up their information before they leave the shop. Now, that to me is is something you're, you're only going to get from an experienced vapor. And going back to the, first, the, the, the girl that you were talking about in the shop who didn't understand wire... She's not going to be able to give that same level of service. Nope. nope. A lot nope. of people listen to this podcast to be like, well, fucking hell, you know, we all understand Ohm's law and we know how to build on top of a dripper box, ain't Jim? But there are a lot who don't. Yeah, I think I, I, I think what you find with the chains is, is like I was mentioning earlier, your bread and butter is the vapors who are trying to give up smoking. They're the ones that go in, they just want the coils, da-da-da-da. And the chains are purely focused on that. 
their their market is uh, tanks, coils uh, with replaceable coils, regulated devices, or or even the regulated devices that just kick out the standard three point seven with a coil that you just with a tank that you just put on. You just whop the coils out and. And that's and that's as much as they do. Therefore, staff some 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 of their staff uh, don't necessarily need to know Ohm's law because it just doesn't qualify for the products that they're selling. No, but at the same time, if they do stock other things, these people need to know how yeah. to give the right information. I suppose the thing is that with with the bigger an organisation gets and the bigger a, a chain gets. Um, I'm thinking of, of quite a few in the top of my head. One that you've mentioned earlier. Another one is a wizard, and um, there's, there's a few of the, those national companies where the customer service and the quality of service gets diluted the bigger they get. Yeah, and I, I think that it's... that is that is the issue. Is when you go to these huge chains. I mean, Mirage isn't a huge chain. You know they they look after people very well. Yeah, uh, they do because they they're not massive. That they've still got vapors selling vaping products. They've still got people who know what they're talking about selling good quality gear. Yeah. The, the the issue is when you get huge, and I mean huge, to the biggest in the in the UK or second biggest. You, you've got an issue then with the dilution of knowledge. Um, with the dilution of quality, and they can't, and they can't, they can't vet everybody. No, but also they, they can't, they don't vet their their products, in my opinion. In, in the in, and it is my opinion, um, in in the same way either. As we were talking about, Dan Dan's boss makes sure that the juices get tested by three two or three people. Now that same level doesn't happen in the big 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 chains, because they just go, how much can we buy it for? How much can we sell it for? And that's all they're worrying about is the profit yeah. margin. And that's, I'm afraid that that isn't the way to go about business, in my opinion. You want to be giving people the, the, the best quality products that we can have. If no one bought the cheap shit, the cheap shit wouldn't be on the market still. I, I think that, yeah, the chains are now struggling because it, when was the last time you went into a petrol station and didn't see vape stuff on offer behind the counter? Yeah, uh, I mean, and and we know that the the quality of that is not wonderful. I I, I don't know about you. I haven't bought out from a, a, any vaping products from a no. The the big problem with that petrol station. These places are selling this stuff, but they don't know what they're selling. No, they can't advise someone on nicotine straight for anything like that because nine times out of ten they haven't got a clue what they're talking about. And no. Uh, uh, education um, is is really important. Uh, it's really important to us. We try and give everyone the information that they need, and there's a lot of places that don't. I mean, that's evident from. I mean, I had a guy come in the other day, said, "I've got such and such dripper. I want some coils that I can vape at 100 watts." Well. Where did you buy your dripper from? Oh, I got it from such and such shop. Well, didn't they help you out with it? No. Well, that's no good. <laughs> yeah, Asking it's not. for some coils that will do 100 watts. 
that's uh, you know, and I asked the guy what kind of resistance he was after. He didn't even understand what resistance was. And he's been sold a dripper. And he's sold that in a in a shop. Yeah. So, I mean, that shop now has closed down. Um, <laughs> and in my opinion, you know, it, it, these people really should, if they're selling something to someone that's never used that device before, kind of device before, really should be educating them. I've had customers come in asking for a dripper, and I ask, I always ask them, why do you want a dripper? And a lot of the time I get, because my mate's got one. Yeah. Do you know how to build? No. So I spend a bit of time with them explaining them how to, you know, how to install coils, how to uh, check your resistance and make sure that it's safe to use on the device that you're using, this, that, and the other. And a lot of the time they go, fuck that, I can't bother with that. Yeah. But the same person could have gone into another shop and said, I want that dripper and... They'll I'll go here, go. And they'll give them a pair. Of, they'll give them a set of coils, without educating them on what they're buying, and that's that's wrong. They need this. It's not like buying a packet of fags. <laughs> no, you don't need to. You don't need to know out about. No, exactly. you don't need to know out about a packet of fags. It's uh, I'll have twenty Benson, thank you, and your yeah, job done. Yeah, and the information needs to be passed on. And I'm, I've been vaping for four years. I've been working in a vape shop for three years. I'll be the first person to put my hands up and profess I don't know everything. Far from it. But I... <laughs> Jimmy's putting his hand up. Um, <laughs> but I like, yeah. to, I like to think that I, I, I know enough to give people the information to do yeah. what they want to do. I, I put my hand up because I wanted that sound bite on a file that covered my phone. <laughs> but a lot... <laughs> a lot... Play it. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people they, they won't buy a dripper when you explain to them how they need to use it because I, I really can't be bothered I'll be honest one of the, one of the yeah. reasons why I wanted to get done on the, on the podcast um, is because three years ago I went into e 6 um, and uh, Dan it just reminded me Dan um, actually was the first person to ever show me how to coil um, for an RDA um, <laughs> Probably really jankily. <laughs> it was really jankly, but then again, Dan's had all this. Dan's had all this time to, you know, he's he's had to deal with people spilling juice all over the place and all the rest of it. I've built better coils and better and better and better, um, and and to a point now where I think my type, my coil coiling is pretty damn tidy. I know I've built you some Chandler, yeah, yeah, and my coiling's pretty damn tidy now. Dan's is still shit. But you know, my... <laughs> <laughs> it's not that they're shit. They're just my 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 philosophy is it don't have to be pretty. No, as, long, as long as it glows red and I'm not getting yeah. hot spots and it turns liquid into vapor, I really don't care what it looks. I'm with no. I'm with I'm with you on that one, Dan. It <laughs> it does not have to look pretty because you know in my in my B2K, mine look pretty and work though. I've got a. I don't know if you're going to be able to see that. Put it up to the camera. Dan's showing his on, what have you got? janky build. That's an NI-80 Clapton that I made with my Daedalus. Hey. My first go at making some Clapton wire. Um, what have you got? Uh, what, what's your core? It's two core, uh, two strands, NI-80 
20. I'm sure you can't see that. Oh, we can. We can. Okay. Can you see it? Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, this is what I've made. Uh, I've made this with my Daedalus. Uh, I found some. I found some Canthal, um, randomly in a bag Look that I, I must have bought ages ago. <laughs> twenty six. So it's building with Daedaluses. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So twenty six gauge. Twenty six gauge Canthal. And the last time I bought some wire from Crazy Wire. Yep. They sent me a free reel of 304 stainless. Mm-hmm. I'd never used it. It was It's really thin, 1.6, so it's for the outer. So that's exactly what it is. I've got two two strands of 26-gauge canthal, twisted it together, and then uh, put the 304 stainless around the outside. And that's what that's what I'm vaping on in, uh, in both of my mods today. It's coming out. Yeah, uh, it's coming out all right. Some, uh, I need to get some thinner gauge wire because I just used what I had laying about. It's quite heavy, the wire that I've clapped and with. Ooh. But because it's yeah. all N80, obviously it's you know, fairly low resistance. Yeah, I'm now I'm now unzipping my wire bag just to see the the what's the resistance. The wire, my N80 that I've got around the outside is really thin. It's 0.12. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> mine's, yeah. Mine's like, <laughs> it vapes. Right. It vapes fine, and it was really just a test for the Daedalus. And I, I only picked the Daedalus up because I, I picked this, uh, the the original V one. I only bought it because it was twenty five quid. I picked it up. Bargain. I think I, I bought it. I, I bought it, and mine was fifty fifty five when I bought it. You uh, you don't need a Daedalus if you're running the stainless steel flat wire. I just thought I'd uh, let everybody else who's actually sane out there know. <laughs> um, and in my bag of uh, daily builds, I've got uh, 22 gauge, 24 gauge, 25 gauge, 19 gauge, 21 gauge, all stainless steel flat wire. Flat wire UK builds like a dream. Vapes like a dream. Tidy coils like a dream. It's crazy the, Do the you... size of them gauges because I mean when I when I first started making coils i was using 28 gauge camphor oh yeah 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 yeah. My, was, my first... like, wow that's a bit thick <laughs> yeah i was i was 28 gauge and I, and I still use 28 gauge canthal in my mouth to lung setups but yeah it was 28 gauge 28 gauge canthal i mean my first dripper was a um a smock octopus i don't know if you know what one of them is no Tiny little uh, aluminium thing, proper mouth to lung, and it it was designed for using with silica. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the yes, yeah, the... silica. The taste of that stuff. The one stage before the uh, cotton balls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, getting back on track with regards to to to, to finding uh, you were saying about uh, petrol stations selling yeah, yeah. e juice and e mod and yeah. stuff. Uh, there was a post, it reminded me, there was a post on one of the forums. I don't think, I think it might have been Safer Vapors, um, that someone had noticed in their local spa shop <laughs> short had pills. started selling short pills. No! Yeah. yeah. Now, really? how can someone who's going to sell you fruit, veg, bread, fish, frozen food, crisps, chocolate bars, going to have any bloody idea about short film juices? Oh my god. A, talking about diluting the knowledge, Jesus. 
And they got a specialist oh. who goes in there and works all day, every day, and knows everything and anything about Egypt. Can you imagine? Can you imagine it, that you know you buy a, you buy a short film? What do I do with that? Oh, you need a nick shot to go with it. Oh, yeah. What and? Where, where do I find that? Do I find that in the Cheetos? Oh my lord! I tell you what, you say that about um, short films and nick shots. I get a lot of people come in. Have you got any bigger bottles of juice? I'm fed up with buying ten mils. Yep, we've got short. Oh yeah. So I explain to them what a short fill is and what they have to do, and they go, "Nah, fuck that." I'll, I'll just buy the ten mils. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a hardship to open that bottle and dump, but it's that much of a hardship. They can't be bothered to do it. And the other thing. Do you know? I actually, I, I have been in, I, I have been into a vape shop where customers have come in and gone, "Can I have that, please?" And the staff have uh, helped the customer to nick it up before they leave. They can't. Well, they shouldn't be doing. By law, they're not allowed. By to. law, they really shouldn't be doing that because all the d- that they you they did them a bottle of liquid with nicotine in it. That's bigger. Yeah, no, they. Uh, I'll. What they did was they opened they opened the short fill. Uh, and they took the cap off the they took the cap off the short fill for them, and they took the cap off the nick shot for them, and then that they and the customer then mixed it themselves. But that's uh, that's what they were doing for them. So they were giving them a so they sold them the two, and then the customer finished yeah, it off. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that, that's a bit different. I mean I, I've quite often with the big bottles have to pop the top off. Yeah, <laughs> because that some of them chubby gorilla bottles you cannot get. Them are the they are a sod. So chubby bottle. But I flat out, <laughs> you know, I flat out refuse to put that nicotine in that bottle for them. That's something they've got to do for themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's the other do. thing. The other thing. The other side of it is you deal with customers, and you t- it's all right to turn around and say, right, what you have to do is you have to get this bottle, and then you have to there's two nicotine shots in it. Yeah. Well, can you do it for me? I can't. And then they look at you like. You're being a dick. It's like no, no, I, I, I can't because legally I can't do that. TPRP yeah. states that I can't do it. The same as when customers walk in and go, "Oh, can you build this for me?" Five mil. Have you got a five mil tank? They, all them tanks are all bloody two mil. I want a bigger one. Well, okay. What what tank are you using? Well, we actually sell an extension glass and blah 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 blah. Nah, that's too much hassle. I just want to buy it as it is. You know, buy. It. You can't. Oh, I can go on the internet and do it. Well, yeah. Yeah, you might be able to. <laughs> Enjoy your weight from China. <laughs> Enjoy your weight from yeah. Japan. There was that bloke the, other, bloke the other week called me a wanker. Yeah, he did. Because he, he, he thought that I was trying to fob him off to buy another tank because Ooh. I told him that I couldn't supply something for the tank that he had. Yeah. Which was a TFV-8. We haven't stopped coils for TFV-8s for a long time. Oh, they, weren't, long... they weren't notified for the TPD so they weren't technically legal for us to sell so if it's not notified we won't sell it Dan's done yeah yeah I mean I've got a TF I've got a TFV4 I mean I can't get calls for that Dan's um, very without... in that he I've got I've got a few in the cupboard I'll send them to you do you want some coils for a TFV4 <laughs> it's the well I was going to say it depends yeah. I mean I, I know for, I've got the TFV4 Nano Oh no! That's I'm, I'm looking absolute arse to get coils for. <laughs> I know. There you go. I'll, I'll uh, I'm looking around for it. I'm wondering where I've put it. It I'll was on my desk. Oh, it's there. I'll there you go. TFV four. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the micro, yeah. Oh, it's the it's the nano one. I yeah, can yeah. send you a proper TFV four and some coils. Because that's the one that come with the pipe, isn't it? Yes, yeah, because I bought the pipe. Yeah. I bought yeah. my wife one of them pipes. The Guardian yeah. three. She she had this thing, she wanted a pipe. Yeah, yeah. My wife's just been mentioned about she would like to try a pipe. But the, the, I bought her the pipe, she used it for about five minutes and then it got shoved back in the box. <laughs> Have, have you still? Have you still? Mrs. Have you still got it? I'll buy it off you. Because <laughs> mine's mine's broke. She, pro- she probably won't let it go anyway. Anyway, oh. Dad's boss is very good in that. Even if it's a grey area, he won't stock it in the shop. Yeah. I, think, yeah, I think that's quite good. There's a lot of shops. The one that closed down the road, uh, yeah. uh, that that closed that was local. Thankfully, it did because it it lived off of grey area and it lived off of backhand deals of, of stuff that wasn't supposed to be being sold and all the rest of it. And it's places like that that need to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. You know, we've all got to play by the same rules. And if we don't, then it, it makes it very monopolised and it's not fair. And actually, the two shops in town that, that are playing by the rules are the ones that are standing. The one that wasn't is the one that's gone. And it's, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's... Mirrored across the UK, I'm sure that people will be listening to this. It doesn't, and elsewhere, because we found out this week that we've actually got listeners in some quite bizarre places. We have, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've we got figures this week. Um, yeah, on SoundCloud and uh, hello to Dubai, everyone in Dubai yeah. that's listening. Fantastic, we've got we've got Ecuador. we've got people in Dubai, Tokyo in Japan. Yeah, Ecuador. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you if if you're listening from Tokyo or Dubai, get in touch. Let us know. Let us know. It would be great to find out how you found out about us, why you're listening. It'd be great. Please, if if you are listening and you you are you're not in England or uh, no, even in America, just get, please jump on the Facebook group, um, search vaguely vaping related. Jump on the Facebook group. We will let you in. And the first thing I want to see is people putting up a post. I'll I'll set up a, a pinned post to the top of the page. Let us know how you, um, how you got to know about the vaguely vaping related podcast because I'd I'd be I'd love to know because it really was a mixed bag, wasn't it? Yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, yeah. And we'll we'll yeah. make a pinned post. We'll make a, a welcome post and just get your name on there. And just let us know how you how you found out about it because it'd be quite nice to to get some feedback and maybe do some do something in the future with with some of the people that aren't in the UK and. Because I'd like to know what the rules and regulations are in their countries and all sorts of things. Do something, you know, basic. Yeah, and, and it's not always the same rules. And you hear us harping on about how we've got it in TPRP and all the rest of it. A lot of countries out there have got it a lot bloody worse than we have. Like, for example, I got I got a message on um, uh, Instagram. This uh, this B B E Z vapes. B dot easy dot vapes. There you go. I sent a, a message put on one of the posts where I was I'd uh, hand checked the Ambrosia custard flavour, and he was saying if you if you enjoy custards, check out my favourite, and it was Oak Reserve Southern Custard, a traditional vanilla custard aged in a whiskey barrel. Oh, it's a guy from America, wasn't it? Yeah, and and that 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 Oak Reserve Southern Custard sounds absolutely gorgeous. Unfortunately, we can't get it because it's in America. But yeah, we've got America. We've got people in America that are, are, are listening to the podcast. And and hi, America. 
But <laughs> if you do happen to know about this this juice, or any of us that you think we should be looking at, drop one of us a message. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll pay probably the money for it, including the shipping. <laughs> and we'll try. Yeah, we'd love that. to love to try this oak reserve custard with whiskey. It you sounds, know, that sounds awesome. It does sound nice, doesn't it? Yeah. It, uh, and, and I know America's got some some cracking juices that uh, are uh, are not TPD compl- compliant or not available as a short fill because obviously they can just sell it in a hundred and twenty mil bottle nicked up, and that's how it's that's how it's made. Um, my my favourite ever juice I found at Expo before the TPD uh, it was my favourite juice for a long time I bought a couple of bottles of it and it was called The Boss Original and it was mental and I keep looking out for it and I can't bloody find it anywhere and I can't even find it on some of the Amer- on, on the American sites I look at like Local Vapor and stuff like that I can't yeah. find it. it it was on Vape Explorer at one point and I was like, oh, I must get that. And then I went there the weekend and it was sold out. And I, I haven't found it since. I've got That's a t-shirt it. of it that my missus wears to bed. Job done. I know, I know. I've got loads of juices. I've still got a few that I've got some juice left because I'm kind of saving it. Yeah. Um, juices, that, juices that disappeared after the TPD. Um, I've, got a, I've got a lemon and lime cheesecake that, uh, that I'm, I'm just reluctant to vape because I know once it's gone it's gone but the problem is if you leave it for too long it'll just crystallise and it'll go shitty I know I know but and, and it's ridiculous because I'm not vaping it and because <laughs> I'm going no I'll save it for a special occasion yeah it's yeah oh, nuts, but... there was another one um, by a company called Hometown Hero in America and I, lo- I love the ethos of the company because it was run by vets yeah veterans not the animal people. <laughs> and, and some of the, the profit was, was donated to a veterinary charity. Uh, oh. Veterinary charities. <laughs> veteran. Vet- veterinary. Charities. <laughs> and, uh, a veteran charity. There you go. Yeah. And, and, and it went back into the site and I thought, that's cool. But not only that, I thought, juice is awesome. It was yeah, like the it was watermelon, like the... berries, and coconut, and it was mental. And they did another one that was the same, but then with a menthol with a, with a nice twist to it, and it was it was wicked. Yeah, it's like the Vapor Chef flavors. I've I've tried the five that they've released for TPD, and it's just made me want to go. Well, if this is what these five taste mm. like, what about the rest of them? Give us the and good stuff. An... Yeah, I've been and had a look at the at, at their flavors, and some of them just just sound. I'm just like, oh, I've got to try that, but you know, just can't get it. There was that cake batter one as well, wasn't there? That I brought back from Expo one time. Oh, that was fantastic. They did two different flavors. One was cake batter, and one was strawberry cake batter. Mm-hmm. And they were they were literally. They were I mean, we, we had Luscious Linda as the cookie dough batter, but this thing would honestly knock the socks off of it. It was literally Mum's made a cake. Here's the yeah. Thing. Lick it, and it was cake batter. It was mental. Their cake batter was awesome. And again, yeah. I still got the empty bottles. I still I cry my sleep. Just had a thought. It was painful. Uh, was it painful? I thought you were Do you remember the bottle of juice you gave me at Vape Fest? Ah, peanut. Oh yeah, yeah, the peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished that last week. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I actually, I decided because I tried it when you gave it to me. Yeah. And I didn't find it that flavourful, so I decided yeah, yeah. leave it for a little while. 
but I left it a lot longer than I intended to because I, <laughs> I forgot about it. And I found it several weeks ago, and it was bloody lovely. But what I was going to suggest was the whole ethos around that bottle was once I finished it, I refill it with something else that I something else and pass I, it on. I particularly like and pass it on. What yeah. I was thinking was once I refill it. Would it? I would I be able to run something on the Facebook group? No. In order to pass it on. <laughs> yes, of course you can. So what yeah. I can do is I can refill it with something that I don't particularly enjoy. Um, yeah. I shall obviously like, bottle it up, and then maybe we can run um, a randomizer or something on the group if people are interested in having that bottle. Um, yeah, and but we... there is a proviso. The proviso is you have that bottle, you vape the juice out of that bottle, but when you're finished with it, you fill it up and we'll run it again and we'll send yeah. it to somebody else. And it just keeps, it's the bottle that keeps on giving. We just, it's juice you're not going to vape, you fill it yeah. up, you pass it on. It's something it does... similar to what I've done this week. Last night, in fact, I was online. Um, I played PlayStation 4, playing a game called Fortnite quite a lot. Um, and there's a group of my friends, um, two or three of them vape. And I sat on there last night, and I have my... You've both seen the state of my cupboard, completely mm. full of juice. And there's juice in there that I'm never going to vape. Um, whether it be stuff that's been given to me at expos or fest or whatever, or whether it's stuff that I've bought that I haven't really enjoyed, or whether it's stuff that I happen to have been given elsewhere. And I've literally got downstairs two jiffy bags um i went through a box last night and i've just put random stuff in these boxes just read out names to more told them what the flavor profiles were and the two guys were on my headset and they were just like oh yeah well i'll try that i'll try that and i said to them, right well if you don't like it pass it on to someone else because i want it to get vaped i don't want it to just sit there and it's yeah. a good way of them trying stuff they haven't tried before so i've got two bags down there I've got their addresses and names and addresses because obviously they're mates of mine. And I'm just going to send them off, and I'll send them through through my comp through through DPD, um, and they'll get there, and, and they can vape their face off. There's about 300 mil in each one in each box, each package. Yeah, I mean it's what I did. I, I mean I didn't I didn't like the Kame from um, Vulcan Brothers, and it's not because it's a horrible juice. It's just a flavour I don't like. I didn't like the bottle that I sent to you. It's peanut butter. There were again, there was nothing wrong with it. No, uh, it was actually um, very reminiscent of um, a flavour that we used to stock by yes. uh, Boom Juice. Yeah, Boom. Okay. Um, yeah. It was very uh, similar to uh, was it Oliver Oliver Twist? Twist. Yeah, and and this was this this is a juice that that has disappeared after TPD. This was one of the brands that that I, I've never seen since. Um, I, I actually I actually bought it in the pre-TPD sales that everyone was having. Yeah. Um, and it, it was just a flavour I didn't like. So we've all got a flavour that we don't like. Someone else is going to love it. Yeah. Pass it on to someone else. I, I don't see what the problem is realistically. With if you've got a bottle of juice. Um, and you've, I mean, even if you've vaped a little bit and gone, oh, you know what, I really don't like that, don't chuck it in the bin. Our, fa our Facebook group will be quite happy if you stick a, stick up a post saying, got this juice, um, vaped a bit, 
don't really like it. And if you want to send it on, now, there is a proviso with that. Anybody who accepts the bottle of juice, it's your bloody responsibility. It's not down to the mm-hmm. Facebook group because if they've done something to the bottle, meh. But uh, I would like to think that no one's going to be stupid and do silly things. We're all in this together because what goes around comes around and you might spot someone else's juice on there that you think, well, I've never tried that before. I'll, I'll give that a go. It sounds like my alley. So don't be silly with it and don't do stupid and don't, bottles. And, and, and don't, don't, don't feel that it has to be the same bottle that it came in. It doesn't have to be. If you've got a, a, a bottle that it, it's still in the original bottle, fine. That's good enough. If it's it doesn't, free TP, it, it's, it doesn't it's, matter it's, because you're giving it. You're gifting it to somebody. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not a sale. There's no TPRP that has to get involved with that because it's it's a gift to somebody. Gift. Yeah. The, there's 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 no money exchanged. There, no know, one's no one's even gonna. I, I don't even want anyone to ask for postage. It, no, you're no, posting no. it out to you, someone. You send it because someone will send you a bottle in return at some point. And it's it, it goes back to. Um... The old thing you, you see in it, which used to bug the hell out of me in groups where people buy a bottle of juice, they try it, they don't like it, and they try and sell it. Try and sell it. Yeah. Don't sell it on. If you don't like it, pass it on to someone else that's going to enjoy it. It. I really don't understand why anyone would sell, try and sell an open bottle of juice. No, and, and I'll be honest with you. And to be honest, I don't think I, I think trying to sell a, a, a juice like that it's not TPD compliant. Ergo, you could get into a lot of bother over it. Yeah, I I honestly think that if this takes off a little bit and and people do start, it's only something I've just thought of. It's not. It's, don't don't think we've put any thought into this at all. Um, but if if I do see people that I think are sending out more than they're receiving they will get goodie bags from me because <laughs> I've got loads. <laughs> and if if you do see me at any of the festivals and stuff, come over and see me because I'll have a bag full of stuff. Just take it, <laughs> honestly. No, I think it would be a good thing. It, uh, it's know, community. Part, having a part of the group where you're passing on unwanted liquid, yeah. I think it could be quite, you know, quite an interesting hmm. thing to do. And if I see someone really, 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 really doing it a lot, I might even send them a mod because I'm a bastard for that. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Chandler it's, it's... may have something coming his way Ooh. at some point. Don't get too excited. It's, the, it's that breeze, isn't it? You, You've had enough on it. You're not having any Mahimo stuff, sorry. <laughs> I've still got my eye on that day because of yours, mate. Right. <laughs> I'll still... uh... This one. This, this one. Oh. That's the one. Anyway, I think we ought to wrap it up now because it's getting it's getting late. Okay, and... well, before we decide to wrap it up, we also need yep. to mention that you mentioned earlier that uh, you can't buy one of those vaguely vaping-related hoodies that Mr. Chandler is wearing. Um, mm-hmm. And you can't because they nope. happen to do them exactly as you wish for them to be size-wise. However, so before you before you get to that, let's just say if anyone wants, because I am wearing a a hoodie that's got the vaguely vaping related podcast logo on it. If you're interested and would uh, like to buy any vaguely vaping related merchandise, you can do. Uh, if you go to the website, it's the VVRP. That's T H E V V R P dot cottoncart dot com. 
you can see there's they've got t-shirts uh, they are there's there's t-shirts there's hoodies uh, there's a cap and if you really want you can get a vaguely vaping related mug mm-hmm. there you go i've got one i see you every fucking week <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks for that however yeah. as as i was saying they don't do one in in the size and style that you would like however we have uh created a personalized one <laughs> Mr. Chandler has decided that he is going to create a personalised logo for yourself, uh, yeah. and we'd like to give it to you as being for being our first ever. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I'm going to get it printed up by the same people who did your other one, and it will have this on the front of it. <laughs> I will post this up in the group. Um, yeah, we'll post a picture of it in the group. Fantastic. Uh, we we know you wanted a T-shirt with this written on it. I and did. No yeah. one would uh, provide you with it, so we have got one that says, "Can you not tell?" And certain letters in there, beginning letters are all capitalised. Do the math. <laughs> Very big. <laughs> that I listen to, and then the baby vacant related podcast emblem. So you will be the only person that has in this style an, an official. Can you not tell that I listen to the Vaguely Vaping Rage podcast? That is so amazing. We'll, make, we'll, we'll have your T-shirt done. Um, and I, I imagine the T-shirt will be blue, and we'll probably get it all done in, in white or black on there for you. And I know if you're having that printed where I think you're having it yeah. printed, she is going to ha- have an absolute fit when she sees Oh, that. she'll laugh. She will. <laughs> she's she's a regular customer of Dan's, um, but she's also a very very regular customer of me on deliveries. Um, so yeah, we just thought that'd be quite a nice little thing for us to be able to give you something for coming on here and giving us your time and your stories. Thank and, you, thank thank you. and we want that. We want the first. We want the first photo of you wearing it to go into vaguely vaping related on Facebook. It will be. It will be. And it's, it's also <laughs> a slightly personal one for me because obviously I'll get it printed up and stuff, but. Um, it's to say thank you for not releasing too many embarrassing stories about it because um, <laughs> I know you've got a few. Excellent. Podcast, unfortunately. Sorry, Dan. No time for that. Sorry. <laughs> I would say that I will proudly wear it at work, but I don't think I would get away with wearing that. Yeah, I, I think that. But I will. Um, vape Fest. Wear it with pride at Vape Fest. Vape Fest. <laughs> awesome. Looking forward to that one. Right. Well, we'll wrap it up here then. Uh, thank you very much for listening. If you do want to get in touch with us, uh, please do. We've got the va- search for vaguely vaping related on Facebook. You'll find us on the Facebook group. If you want to send us an email, the email address is the vaguely. So I always do this. The vvrp at gmail.com T h e v v r p at gmail dot com. And if you do want some merch. Uh, go on thevvrp.comcart.com and uh, see what you think. So, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much, Dan, for being on. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been a pleasure having you, mate. <laughs> thank you very much, Jimmy. Love as usual. <laughs> so, yeah, right. <laughs> we will see you in a fortnight with a- another special guest, and I'm going to keep this one under wraps, mainly mainly because he hasn't said definite yes, but I'm fairly sure it's going to be someone good. So we're going to have another, another special guest in a fortnight's time. So we will see you in two weeks' time for the next Vaguely Vaping-related podcast. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Love you, babe. Bye. Bye.
flavour of the week. Uh, we can do it in just a second, and you can cut this little bit out because I'm never pissed. Oh, okay, all right then. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a git. He's a git. That old man bladder, isn't it? <laughs> long paper round. The long paper round, yeah. <laughs> I love the way we can hear the flush. <laughs> I suppose it's you know, handy that it's only there. It's literally yeah. here. Well, sweet. I'm touching the door. Now it's open. I, 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 was, I was a little scared as to what you were touching there for a moment. <laughs> Stop it, Dan! Oh, my God. So, some of us are hemo as fuck. We have on sweets. Hemo as fuck. On sweets, yes, darling. Yeah, you're just just well aware that everybody everybody across the nation, across the world, has just heard you piss. Because <laughs> yeah. that was going on the back end. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> you're a dickhead. 